all, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Welcome to the newest episode of the Noobs and Knockouts podcast, brought to you on YouTube, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. I'm Austin. I'm a knockout. Watch a lot of wrestling. I'm David. I'm a noob. Haven't watched nearly as much wrestling. Who the fuck are you? I'm Rob. Uh, I have watched even less wrestling. This is true. This is true. Yeah, uh, this is a bit of a weird setup for those of you in the audio realm. Uh, because we're all doing this in one location from one here. screen today. We're all here together. Yeah. This is fucking wild. Yes, I have once again made the trip to Detroit, Michigan. Mm. Uh, because uh, as of tonight, as of this uh, moment of recording, is a, will be AEW Dynamite Blood, Blood and, and Guts here at in Detroit. Oh, shit, we can actually speak in unison. Like, yeah. In person, not have Whoa. any lag shit. That's so, that's so dope. I mean, it works. It's Fine. fucking great. Yeah. Yeah, no. So uh, the AEW is making its Detroit debut here in here in Detroit, Michigan on July 29, 2022. Um, and, you know, it was announced a while back and we were like, oh, shit, this is happening. I got all my boys, my roommates. Uh, I got I got Austin. And I got Daniel, who was on our uh, first live show that we did. Um, we got to go to this thing. Mm -hmm. um, and oh, boy, am I glad we jumped on that because it was revealed. That tonight is gonna be goddamn blood and guts. Um, yeah. So a lot of lot of crazy shit's been happening happening on Dynamite recently. Uh, I I wanna I wanna hear uh, from from Robbie. Um, what have you been kind of well, as as one of our guests? We'll, we'll try to get Dom and Kyle in here at some point too. But as one of our guests, what have you been? Uh, what have you been kind of like following? What are you looking forward to? Uh, I am of course looking forward. Watching Chris Jericho get his uh, face beat in by the Blackpool uh, Combat Club. True, uh, fucking true. Yeah. Also, the uh, I want to see more of uh, Malachi Black and uh, the House of Black. Yes, yeah. That would be awesome. We recently finally got Julia Hart. Uh, yes, the the varsity blonde cheerleader. We, we were got waiting Malachi for Black. so long. I know. Hey, who the fuck are you? Hey, hey. <laughs> um, also, it could be Dark Order's time tonight. It could be. Well, Dude, I'm ready to watch them on Dark Elevation. Yeah, well, see, that's so. So, yeah, we gotta explain this a little bit. So, on uh, when when AEW tapes live stuff, they're on. Uh, they don't just tape Dynamite. They also at seven o'clock tape uh, Dark Elevation, and then at like you know ten thirty eleven ish tape that this week's Rampage as well. Yeah. Um. So. We have our dynamite card uh, revealed to us, as it were. We got Blood and Guts, which is Jericho Appreciation Society versus Black Blackpool Combat Club, as Robbie suggested. Mm -hmm. That rivalry's been building yes. for a while. Eddie, it's, it's been like two pay per view cycles because yeah. because at Full Gear, Eddie fought Chris Jericho. No, the, no, Full Gear, Full Gear was Eddie uh, CM Punk. You're right. Revolution, yeah. Revolution was, was Eddie, Eddie Jericho. Eddie Jericho in a respect match. In a respect match. And after after Jericho did not shake his hand, indeed, indeed, uh, he faced it, it turned into a blood feud. And since then, Jericho has gotten his appreciation society. He's broken <laughs> up the inner circle mm -hmm. and found new groupies. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. And their gimmick is they are the sports entertainers. They are the also, sports entertainers. Yeah, amazing. How Sammy Guevara uh, left the inner circle mm -hmm. because he didn't want to deal with Jericho's drama. 
Oh, yeah, uh-huh. and then immediately joins the Jericho. Well, well, he got himself embroiled in his own drama, which, in my humble well, opinion, was fucking dumb. Absolutely, everyone got mad that he started uh, publicly making out with Ty Conti. Yeah, yeah. only so mad because how dare how how dare he be in a happy relationship? If they were only also, mad because they weren't the ones making out with her. Fucking true. Very fair. That's why I. That's yeah. why I'm mad. Yeah, honestly. So he, Sammy Guevara is hanging uh, back, and the Blackpool Combat Club. It was, Eddie basically is still bros with John Moxley. Yep. So he got Moxley's boys to help him, even though Eddie hates half of them. Yeah, yeah. especially fucking Danielson. But Brian Danielson is not here because yeah. he's injured. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. But in his place, yeah. his place is a uh, Castiglione. Uh, Claudio. Claudio, yeah, the, the artist formerly known as Cesaro. Ah, yeah, and he, Eddie, hates Claudio even more oh, well. than Brian Danielson. Yeah, well. So, this is coming great. This is beautiful. Yeah, it's a blood and guts match, which, uh, if you're familiar with other old school wrestling types, it's a war games match. Mm. So, by the rules of the match, is that it starts one-on-one, and for a few minutes, I think it's five minutes, it might be different tonight because it's 66. They might shorten that up, but they have a it's a one on one, and then a member of the Jericho Appreciation Society will enter the match because mm-hmm. they won the right to have the numbers advantage. Mm. So it's two on one, and then um, a couple minutes later, someone from the BCC will come in, and this will continue back and forth until everybody has six members in the, in the match, and then somebody can win. Yes, yeah, uh, wild shit. I've never seen it. I don't think any war yeah. games before. Mm-mm. Not for the show. No. no. Also, it's a gimmick. It's a cage match, but there are two rings. Yes. Covering one. It's cage. a double. Cage it's a man. double mega mega uh, mega ring. It's like a turducken. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's a turducken, but with cages. What? <laughs> it's a turducken match. No, fair it's enough. Turducken. Turducken. That's, that's what we're calling blood and guts now. It's the turducken. Turducken match. match. So we're gonna yeah. see a great turducken match tonight. Absolutely. Like, um. So, yeah, so we got that. That's going to be fucking nuts. Like, that is the main event. Regal screened it out, and then they announced that, like, at a, at a Dynamite, and then they announced that I was going to be, like, at Detroit, and we all lost our fucking Yeah, it was pretty nuts. Um, yeah. Uh, so, other things on the card. We got, uh, we got, we see, we see something from Christian Cage, who has turned on Jungle Boy, uh, revealed that he was just climbing Jungle Boy to the top. Oh, shit, buddy! Oh boy! Another entrant. Another entrant, and a brand new entrant at that. Get, 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 How do we turn the camera to make this? Yeah. yeah. Hey, you never, you've never been on the show before. Who the fuck are you? This is Bianchi. He has joined. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, buddy. You're you're doing great. Yep. Get closer so we can hear you. Yeah, unless you don't want to be on the podcast. Unless you don't want to be on the show. You'll shout really loud. Okay, you are yeah. Normal. You, yeah, I was going to say, you are good at that. Uh, uh, Christian Cage, Bianchi's favorite face, has turned on he, Jungle Boy. I mean, he made the fair point that Jungle Boy is a piece of shit. Yeah. And, his, and Jungle Boy's dad is dead. His, and also, his dad would think that Jungle Boy is a, is piece, a piece of, of shit. shit. Also, that Jungle Boy's mom wanted it. Which, understand. Yeah, I mean, Christian Cage. Christian Cage, when the Evanescence song hits, I mean, what can you do? What can wake me up inside, if you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) 
So we're going to get more from that tonight. Uh, he is seducing Luchasaurus and breaking up one of my favorite tag teams yes, all time. Yeah, it's happening. I am excited for a Luchasaurus heel turn. No! I, all I really I want, need is I for want, him. What, oh, I need, whoa, 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 whoa. what I need for him to explain is that actually he isn't a dinosaur. Yeah. He's 65 million years old. He's, got a, he's never been healed before. You gotta let a man go heal sometimes. This is fair. This is fair. <laughs> are, are you telling me that in 65 million years, he's never been healed? Perfect fate. True. This is true. 65 million years, but not now. But not now. All, all he needed, apparently, was Christian Cage, like, hugging him and telling him, you've always been like a son to me, despite the fact that he is, in, in this kayfabe, a bajillion years Listen, older. Listen, we, we, we all need a hug. This is true. Is Don't let... Don't let Vince Russo fool you. It's okay to hug other men. Well, the thing is, Luchasaurus had daddy issues, and he's had 65 million years to not resolve them because his dad is dead. Uh, so no. he's from a different era. He doesn't go to therapy. He doesn't need therapy. He just needed <laughs> therapy. Him. Wasn't a big deal in the yeah. uh, Cretaceous period. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that where the Luchasaurus came from? The Cretaceous period. Well, he he's, he's 65 million years yeah, old. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Jesus fucking Christ. Um, yeah, so we're gonna see more of that. I'm gonna legitimately cry when when we see Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus break up. It's great. Uh, Jade Cargill is what 33 and no at this point or something. Oh, mommy. She's mommy. Well, yes. She, well, there's there's a she few. We have a few in. of those. She. Oh, oh, yeah. Wait till we talk about Dark. So, uh, she has a match tonight against Layla Gray, who is a dark jobberino. Yeah. And allegedly, according to Tony Khan himself on Twitter, Layla Gray sent in an AOL email and <laughs> beat everybody else to the punch. And that is why she has the match tonight. Uh, gotta just, uh, put it up for AOL. True. Where's the hotmail? Wait, Bianchi. Getting those emails in on time. Where's the hotmail? I, I do need to share. I do need you to share with our fine listeners, Bianchi, um, who you would, which, which Layla you would rather be seeing instead. Layla Hirsch. Layla yeah. Hirsch. And why Sorry. do you want to see Layla Hirsch, Bianchi? Because it says Hirsch on the butt. Yep, we got yeah. the meme in. We got the meme in. Yeah, yeah Bianchi, Bianchi fell in love with Layla Hirsch really early on, and he loves remarking that it says Hirsch on her butt. He is a simple man. It's Hirsch! It must be her! You know what? That's fair enough. Iconography, people. Come on. Basic. Yeah, uh, yeah so so uh, Layla What's-Her-Nuts is definitely going to get squashed. Walkity-walkity-walk. Walk. Uh, but we might uh, get, we'll probably and, get more Athena yeah, and Athena Chris Statlander Statlander are probably going to like run in at some point. It's probably going to be baddie shenanigans. Walkity-walkity-walkity-walk. Walk, walk, and walk. hey, maybe we'll hear, we'll find out who the new baddie is. Baddie Statlander. Ah, uh, yes. Searching. Oh, yeah, no. It could be me. It could be. Robbie, did you sign up for the baddie section? I may have signed up. Oh, yeah. Shit, we got our new, we got our new. Two luchadors is, <laughs> is joining the baddies. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Uh, so we got that. Oh, uh, hey, Kyle. Oh, 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 the most important match of the night. Yes, the most important Yes, please enlighten us. It's fucking, who is he fighting again? It's our Ethan boy, Page. our boy, all I know it's Ethan, it's Ethan Page, that's who it is. Orange Cassidy, best wrestler of all time, versus, you know, Ethan Page. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, hey, we, we, I love him, we, I love him. we, we, we yeah, I mean, Ethan Page has the tightest tits in the business. <laughs> he, he does a little, like, he does a little, like, cheesy thing, except it's yeah. not the Adam Cole boom, it's, like, 
pointing at his smile and he's smiling. It's really cute. Yeah, it's all um, ego, baby. He's all ego. This this is true. Many people are saying yeah. this. Many such cases. So Dan, Dan Lambert went on Twitter and complained about how lazy, how, how Orange Cassidy is a lazy millennial. Yeah, and fuck so that. now that's what we got. Fuck that guy. Yeah, uh, for true. Man, 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 I fucking hate that Dan Lambert guy. He's a huge piece of shit. I'd really hate it if he got cheered for slut shaming Ty Conti. I would. I that would be really sad. I would be. I would be very sad. I. I also. I. I can't wait for Dan Lambert to have very original critiques. Uh, very original and nuanced critiques of the city of Detroit, Michigan. Oh, I bet. I and I. I, I bet that's totally not just a vehicle for cheap heat. No, 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 no. sir. Man, remember I when? I'd like to see uh, the acclaim. Oh, oh I, feel, I get the feeling we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, we I the fallout. I am I am tra- I have trained these boys very well. I have to say I'm an expert conditioner. Uh, and and when the acclaims show up, the scissoring comes out with these gentlemen. We all scissor each other. Uh, uh, <laughs> see, just like that, perfect. Yeah. Uh, um, scissor me, daddy ass. Uh, do we have anything else on the... Uh... Not on, not officially announced All right. on Dynamite. So that's Dynamite. Uh, things that are likely to happen elsewhere. Right. Um, dark. Uh, Austin yeah. is hoping for... Yeah, for Elevation, I'm hoping to see some of my favorites that never get time on Dynamite. Like True. Ruby Soho. Mm. I'm very much in the tank for Ruby Soho. We love Ruby. And uh, being a Ruby Soho fan is pain. True. <laughs> where, where she Fine. never wins anything. Uh, where's the line? And, and next up, Dark Order, who also so never, never wins, wins anything. anything. Yeah. Really. But the Dark Order is, we are down two members of the Dark Order now. Yeah. yeah. Stu's gone, Colt's gone. And, and Alan I, I was thinking, I was thinking, actually thinking Alan Angels, not. Oh, wait, Alan's gone? Yeah, yeah Alan, Alan, Alan got released. He's probably going to be on, like, a bird. They're going to, like, like yeah, bird. yeah, they're cutting him down to a bird. He's no longer signed full time. What the fuck? Uh, but Colt, well, yeah, he's gone because oops, CM Punk's here now, and Punk and Colt hate each other. And well, if we have to prioritize one of them here. At the very least, it seems like Colt's gonna get a pretty good like ROH deal. I hope so. I think he's a Ring of Honor legend. Yeah, I think I think Colt's gonna. I think Colt's gonna like over there at the very least. Yeah, yeah so Rip Roney. Yeah, Nyla uh, Rose and uh, Nyla Rose and Emmy Soccer have been teaming a lot on Dark Elevation, so I hope we see that. We'll see a lot of women's matches on Dark Elevation. That's usually Wait, the really gender really divide on that's about half and half. Yeah, we're allowed <laughs> more than one. On Dynamite, we only can scandalized. do one women's match for two hours, I'm afraid. We're scandalized. But on Elevation, it's usually about half and half. Yeah, no. It's legal. So, uh, they can't do that. So, so we got we got some pretty good potential stuff lined up for uh for dark rampage. We don't I, I there we got a few ideas. It seems pretty likely first off that we're gonna be getting Swerve in our glory, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland versus Team Taz, Ricky Starks, and Powerhouse, Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks versus Swerve in our glory. Uh, they they teased the shit out of that at Forbidden Door. Yeah, they, they use sports heat. Yeah. Team Taz dared to call themselves Pippin and Jordan in Chicago. Yeah. Um they 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 built that they built that sports heat. Uh and uh Excalibur made sure to to say that a match between them is something we'd probably be seeing very soon. Uh so very soon hopefully means on ramp. Yeah, they'll probably have a promo presuming that we see those. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Uh I I think we probably 
it's 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 I've I've heard differing stories on like you know, how much the crowd gets to see promos during That's the right. live shows. So who knows what we'll get to see or what we won't get to see. Okay. Uh, I do know is that every time Tony Khan shows up to like fill time in between shows, it just kind of hypes the crowd. I know he's that's a common thing. Shane's out here. Let's go. Shane's out here. We're going, we're going to Detroit. Oh my God. That's gonna. Oh, we will get to see the man himself. Makes more appearances than goddamn Mr. McMahon. I guess Mr. McMahon. Mr. McMahon's trying real hard. Mr. McMahon's trying so up. hard. He's he show- just showed up for no reason. Yeah. yeah. Hey guys, I'm still here. He's like, hey I'm guys. still here. General yeah. platitudes about togetherness. Okay, bye. Nothing, 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 nothing's going down. Nothing's just, going down. I just felt like showing up on SmackDown. Laurenitis isn't totally my full guy over I'm nothing, not brother. Anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> he does the little no, I know. Look, I, I know I'm saying. Yeah, yeah and on Rampage, uh, presumably there's going to be some Hookhausen stuff. Yes! Danhausen is a Detroit boy. D- yeah, yes. Dan Danhausen. I got to meet the man himself yesterday. Danhausen. Uh, yeah, I, I, got, I got a picture signed by him that I... A, a portrait, a drawn portrait of Danhausen that I bought from Danhausen's actual IRL father uh, at Motor City Comic Con, which was fucking wild. Um, uh, and I met him yesterday. He was a sweet guy. It was so fun up in the full makeup, the full costume. Was not doing the voice at all. I walked in and I was like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, the fuck? Oops. Uh, but still, sweet, sweet guy. It's like, it's like a little picture together. Um, and and yeah, so he's he's in town. Uh, and Danhausen has built some heat with the ass boys um, after he embarrassed them at their most important pay-per-view match. Uh, hey! He didn't embarrass them. They embarrassed themselves. And how did they embarrass themselves, Robbie? Uh, By going after Buckhausen instead of helping their dad and uh, Max Caster win the match. This is true. This is true. And they have since released like a little pre-tape backstage from afterwards. Where Austin and Colton are like, Dan Housen, you humiliated us. You ruined our match. And uh, uh, Billy Ass came backstage uh, soon after with his real sons, Max Caster and, uh, and Anthony w- Bowen. Billy wishes. Billy yeah. wishes. Uh, and he's I like, mean, to be fair, everyone loves me. And he is living. If you don't love the acclaimed, you're a cop. You're true. <laughs> true. Fucking true. No, uh, Billy Gunn comes backstage and he's like, I've never, I, I've seen so many things in this industry. I've never seen family run away on family. Uh, so, uh, so he's mad at he's mad at his sons uh, that he doesn't love as much as the acclaimed. No, um, always feel the need to to uh, to express that. Billy Gunn loves the acclaimed more than his own children, um, and uh, it also looked like Max Caster promised the Ass Boys that they would um, uh, that they would do something about Hook. For them, so we could see Caster versus Hook. We could see Caster and Billy Gunn versus Hookhausen. I don't mm-hmm. know. We better be get, getting some fucking Danhausen. Yeah. Very nice, very evil on the show. Where I'm gonna goddamn riot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thunder Rosa should show up sometime. True, doing true. something. Women's champion. She she just uh, blew off her, her her rivalry with Tony Baker. Um, and Tony Storm. Yeah. Fuck. So it's all about Britt Baker. Yeah, it always God, comes back to Britt God Baker. God damn it! Um, Britt Baker is women's true. It, yeah. it was always yeah. Tony Storm pulls off a mask and just says fucking Britt Baker and revealed it was Britt Baker, Britt Baker the, whole the whole time. time. Um, um, no. So Tony, she just pulled off a rivalry with Tony Storm. So a new challenger for the women's title 
needs uh, needs to pop it up any yeah. any day now. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see if anything comes of that. Uh, Punk is not here. That yeah, Punk isn't here. Brian a lot of people Anderson are injured. Is, yeah, so many people are injured. Adam right Cole now. is fucking injured now. Yeah. No, we don't. No, we don't we have don't. enough time to go through the whole list. But my favorite boy is not here. I'm sad. Moxley's interim champ. Sure. Cool beans. I, I was hoping for Tanahashi. I was hoping for Tanahashi. Hiroshi has, has got stuff to do in Japan next yeah, month. So, yeah, you know, yeah. can't just not be here. Unfortunate. Uh, but, yeah. So, we got a lot of good shit. Uh, Bianchi, number one thing you're looking forward to. MJF surprise appearance. Oh, I mean, that's true. a very real possibility. Bianchi, for for our audio only yeah. listeners, uh, uh, we're we're swagged out a little bit. At least at least some of us are. Bianchi's got his brand new, brand spanking new MJF shirt. Uh, Austin's got his best friend's shirt. I of course have my CM Punk shirt. I also did up the Danhausen makeup on my face. Good shit. I fucking crushed it on Austin's Malachi black makeup. Uh, those watching, you can look at this. I fucking crushed it on that. The makeup. house Let me always say, wins. the house always gets their man. Um, or something like that. Um, That's the Mountie. Shit! Yeah. Shit! <laughs> Fuck! Oh, oh, I'm so out of the loop. Yeah, yeah. Kyle, I mean, I feel like it's an obvious question. Number one thing you're looking forward to. Number one thing I'm looking forward to? Oh, that's easy. Because it's Orange Cassidy just absolutely crushing Oh, without taking his hands out of his pocket. Absolute destruction. Just going to squash mats. 30 seconds. One, two, three. Oh, hell yeah. Even Paige is going to give up because he knows he can't beat him. True, true. The that, numbers don't lie. Ethan's, Ethan Page is going to lose that smile. If he, call him Shawn Michaels. He's going to lose his smile uh, when he sees that who's stepping into the ring uh, uh, across from him, and he's going to lay the fuck down and let, and let OC get him one, two, three. Easy yep. money. Easy you gotta do money. You got to do. Yeah, no. But I personally would never want to step across uh, OC in a ring. So, like, no. come the fuck on. All right, Robbie, what what are you most looking forward to? Ooh, I don't know. I'm thinking uh, Swerve in Our Glory. Ooh. Yeah, it's going to be that's pretty sweet. I'm All very excited. bask in their glory. Indeed. Fuck yeah. No, that's going to be dope, especially against mm-hmm. Team Taz. Team Taz. Team Taz. That'd be so dope, man. I'd love to. I, I doubt we're going to get Taz on mic. I would love to hear him on mic. Though, nah, he, he's probably going to be doing Nah, that. yeah. I love his voice, but yeah, he's going to be gonna be like, fucking. Fucking swerving our glory! I fucking hate those guys. Hate my guys, guys, my guys are the best guys, all right, brother. But but those those swerving our glory guys, I can't I can't fucking stand them. I'm a little yeah, no, great. Austin, what's the number one thing for you? Oh gosh, uh, I, I'm pretty excited to see blood and guts. I see, mean, see this go down. See, go, I've never seen a cage match before. Best really? Of, yeah, never seen one live. Wow. I mean, I haven't either. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be so goddamn insane. Um, I'm trying to think like what I'm most looking forward to. I mean, just the whole experience is going to be insane. Um, and everyone's covered like everything up. You know what? You know what? I'm looking forward to those TK, those TK time fillers. I can't oh, yeah. wait to Thanks hear. Thanks, you guys. Such a great crowd. Yeah. Thanks I, for coming. I'm most looking forward to hearing the Mickey Mouse voice live. Actually, nah, I'll do you one better. I'll be basic. I'll, I'll fully cop. I can't wait to sing along to Judas. I'll be completely honest. If he lets us. If he lets us. He's coming out for a match. It, there's a formula to this. For matches, he lets us. For promos, he doesn't. For promos, he yells at us for sing-along. For matches, he passes. But he's a wizard. But he's a wizard. He throws you're fireball. A you're, you're a wizard. You're a wizard, Chris. I'm a what? I'm a sports entertainer, brother. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Four. Yeah, the 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 Matt Menard. The Jericho Appreciation the Society. Society. Uh, number one. Uh, uh, it's the, the sports entertainers. No, this whole thing is gonna be insane, guys. I I've been we've been waiting for this day for months. I can't believe it's here. We're we're like five minutes away from leaving, and holy shit, I just oh, I'm so Let's fucking go. excited. Let's yeah. fucking go. Yeah. So if you'd like to watch along with us, if you'd like to watch along with us, well, too late. It's airing after it's airing. It'll be by the time this episode drops, the episode will have already. Yeah, go get grandfathered on Fight TV and find go 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 get (laughs) AEW Plus on Fight TV. True. Then you can watch this episode. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be back in the back half to talk about our experiences seeing AEW Dynamite live in Detroit. Fucking yes. And we are back. Uh, we have uh, about 24 hours ago. Yeah. We went, we were at AEW Dynamite Blood and Guts. Wow. God damn. Mm-hmm. That was wild on a n- number of levels. Yeah. I, okay, so we, we did the live WWE show, right? Yes, we did. And, and yeah, yeah, yeah we, we did. That is we did the house thing. show, yeah. Yeah. And like that was that was cool. That was really cool. I saw some of my like absolute faves that night. Got to see like Kofi slash New Day. Got to see uh, um, Sasha and and Charlotte and and Rey Mysterio and John Cena in the flesh. And that was wild. But mm-hmm. I it, it, it because of the house show nature of it, it felt very self contained. And not to say that like took away from the experience. But it didn't have like an explicit sense of moment to it. Like yeah. you knew what you were there for. It was exhibition matches. No story was being advanced. No, no mind blowing thing was happening. We were basically just seeing a slightly remixed version of what was going on on TV at the time. That yeah. we weren't actually there for any like meaningful whatever. This was like this was not only had that sense of moment because we were watching things that were going to be airing and. Uh, you know, at least one major plot point thing happening, but it was an it was like this all encompassing experience between elevation, dynamite, and dark. They all have or uh, and rampage. They all have such completely different feels. Mm-hmm. Uh, both from the the house show that we went to back last year and just from each other, that it it felt like this whole all encompassing experience of like. A grand night of wrestling, TM, and it's wild yeah. to think they do this shit every single week yeah, yeah, in yeah. front of live people. It's like, mm-hmm. fuck. I feel like it was a very momentous episode, mm. in particular. Also, oh my god, yeah, they, they, for for multiple reasons. Yeah, because not just the blood and guts part. Not just blood and guts. Uh, so much wild shit happened. Yeah. I, I, oh man, I can't wait to just get through all of it. Yeah. Fuck. Uh. Uh. Insane, insane. Yeah. Um. So dark. We start. Yeah, we let's start do off... a quick run through of elevation. Yeah, elevation. Base. So 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 you know Justin Roberts is out there and he's like, oh, elevation time. And you know it was it was mo- it was mostly jobber squashes. Yes, it was. The first five matches were only uh, jobber squashes. The last six match was between two named talents, so it was a little bit better, a little bit uh, longer. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. Um, Hey, I don't know any of the jobbers' names. I'm sorry. They don't even get entrances here. No, they uh, really didn't. They they barely get they they reference their names long enough to like be told on TV. Yep. So uh, I don't remember any of their names. Mm-mm. But the first match it was Anna J. Anna J. Yeah. I think that was very fun to get us here. And 
She brought ne- we had negative one with negative her. Brody, one was Brody, here. Mr. Brody Lee's son, Brody Junior, canonical leader of the Dark Order now. Yes, uh, he was here. I was pretty crazy because didn't really expect to see him. It's no, not like he lives anywhere near Michigan. Uh, that was yes. great. I think I think they're still based out in Florida, right? Yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah, they still live in Florida. I, yeah. I, guess, I guess it's summer break for him. So, yeah, this, you know, yeah. So I heard someone around us make that point. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, no. So totally did not expect to see negative one yeah. there. But that was and I feel time. like that's a uh, that's that's a bit of a didn't expect to see them here. That was that was a vibe that, of that a, all night that when you vibe. look at it. that's a that's an omen. Tony Khan like was you fucking madman. That that man was like giving Detroit a treat last night. I swear to God. Yeah. And he kind of we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. But yeah. So 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 Anna wins, of course. Yeah. I'm uh, not. I don't have any comments or no. remarks about the first five matches. No. I mean, it's, it's, it's who was there. Yeah. Yeah. No. That, that was that was dope. Second uh, match. Second match was best friend was best friends wrestling and it was chuck yeah. taylor that was a pretty big deal yeah. because chuck taylor has been kind of out with an injury for a couple months now and he just he's popping back up on i get to, i gotta see the awful waffle live <laughs> and the best friend hug we got the best yeah. friend hug a bunch of times tonight that oh my was, god but i was like oh my god the pet the hug we got the hug spot that was great mm-hmm. now it was it was dope to see yeah i didn't expect to see chuck you know again didn't expect to see running team. yeah he's been chuck Taylor. he's been largely off tv because of the when they were doing the rapungi vice stuff yeah I which, I, which I guess which i guess kind of checks out in a sense of you know It'd be a little weird for Chuck Taylor to be like, oh, my tag team partner is just teaming with his old partner now, and I guess I'm just here. Yeah, I thought it was Rapungi Vice for a hot second. Then he then it got close. I'm like, wait, shit, no. That's that's Chuck that's, that's Chuck Chuckie Taylor, baby. Yeah, I remember Daniel lost his mind too. That was that was nuts. Yeah, he hasn't been around. So it's like, yeah. whoa. Yeah, that was cool. And then was it Dark Order 2? No, Dark oh. Dark Order 2 is the last match with Oh yeah. Them. That was uh, the next match match was i think this was lethal and satnam singh yeah yeah showed up and lethal and satnam singh were there yeah Le- lethal barely did anything which sucks but i get it it's, yeah it's it was mostly there to, for satnam to get reps oh yeah and no. it's honestly i'm pretty okay with satnam singh like it's oh he, he he's a bit of a polarizing figure in the AEW fandom because AEW fans like their work rates True. and he, big man ex-basketball player is in fact not a work rate a mm. workhorse but i like his presence and yeah. uh his move where he literally like dribbles people's heads like a basketball and slams it into the mats and, and they that one's it. great uh there was a great there was a great spot too where jay lethal was in the uh was was in the uh, in the ring for you know kind of the first few minutes of the match mm. and then he kind of went to tag out Saturn. And the both members of the uh, opposing tag team just literally got in their hands, and he's like, "No, no, please, no, please, don't, please, like, no, 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 don't no, do it, no, don't do it." And Lethal's kind of like, "Yeah, fuck you," and slaps him in it, slaps him in anyway, which was great. Saddam mm-hmm. Singh is is insane to look at because that man, he literally makes people look like toys next to him, mm-hmm. like literally, like looking looking at Saddam Singh. It's it's like this on TV too, but especially in person. Looking at Satnam Singh, kind of from the distance we were at, like fucks with your sense of perspective and makes it look like he is like the normal sized person. Everyone else around him is like a miniature person. It's mm-hmm. so fucky. He makes Lethal look tiny. He makes uh, uh, Sanjay Dutt look tiny. He makes every single other person around him look tiny. It's horrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So he gets the win. And yeah, then uh, next match was Anthony Agogo. Anthony Agogo. And man, the oh, crowd died great. so hard for this guy. And mm. I, I, in a way, I get it because he hasn't been on AEW TV since the Cody feud. It yeah. was disastrous. And it was, that's Annoying. the one for if you were, if you don't remember, that's the one where Cody ended racism. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, her racism, Cody Rhodes. Yes. So like he hasn't been on TV. He's just he got injured in the aftermath of that match, and then he's just been back on dark trying to get more reps. Mm-hmm. So like nobody had any real reaction to him. I was kind of into. I was like, yeah, go go knock him out. Yeah. Uh, it's it's it is a little weird that he ends his matches with a knockout in a way that nobody else ends any of their anyone else's matches are ended that way. Yeah. But, it could be a cool signature if people gave a shit about him. Yeah, I I admit I kind of liked it better when he just straight liver punched somebody and then they were like, I quit. <laughs> yeah. No, a go-go. Uh, I my reaction to a go-go was like, oh, oh shit, that's Anthony Agogo. Oh, yeah. we're doing that. Okay. Yeah. yeah I was just. Oh, governor. Yeah. Eh. Uh, it was the, no. The best part was though he was facing a local like a, a local, local Detroit guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And nobody knew the fuck this guy's name, but they all were rooting for him. Over yeah, we, we, were we all, started doing a let's, let's go, go jobber chant. I something I never thought I'd hear in my life was let did the crowd aggressively happily chanting let's go jobber. Yeah. That was why. Incredible. I felt that was that was a magical yeah. moment too. Yeah, and then speaking of magic, yeah, the next shit. match was a, ta- a women's tag match. A women's tag and match. out comes Hikaru Shida, which is own its own way pretty impressive. That She's was been hanging out in Tokyo Joshi Pro for a while now. Yeah, then, more and, so than AEW TV. So like, it was like, whoa, she's back. But then, for, but out. Then, but first comes. I was like, oh my god, she's here. Yeah. What the fuck was Yuka Sakazaki If you have been following Detroit elevation, if you've been following this podcast, you understand that when it comes to the Joshi women who have appeared on AEW, I am a bit of a weeb in a way that I'm not really a weeb in any other way. Yeah. Well, but, <laughs> well, but oh boy, I I was prepared for Emmy Sakura. Yeah. And honestly, I think I'm a little more excited that I got Yuka. Yeah, no, like Emmy Emmy Sakura would have been cool to see. Do not yeah, do absolutely. not get me wrong there. Love me some Emmy. But but Yuka the magical Saka girl Saki. is all is like never is like rarely in America. Yeah. So I was like, what what the, the fuck, fuck are you was doing, she here? doing here? Her and and Sheeta. Mm-hmm. Why is why is Sheeta back? I know it was dark of all places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so obviously, it was only a couple minutes long. We didn't really get to see any of the a lot of the cool stuff that you know Yuka or no, Shida could do. But like, we saw I'm still there. I still saw and Yuka, Yuka Sakazaki live. That's that was incredible. Something I never thought I would like do. do. Yeah, yeah. I just kind of assumed like like Shida. If I you know assuming I go to like future events and stuff, mm-hmm. I I. I she is someone I can relatively expect if I've seen at some point or other. Yuka yeah. Sakazaki, not so a rare, much. a rare, a rare find in America. And yeah, I think she really just only works AEW when she's yeah, here. really. I don't think she works indies. Like Maki Ito has done like American indie stuff. Oh, as, does, a, as another example. Yeah, she did a couple of indie shows when she was here. Yeah, maybe she'll uh, pop up in PCW. That would. Now. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Yuka Sakazaki, I've never really seen her do anything in America outside of AEW, so it's like, whoa. It's insane. It's absolutely 
it's absolutely incredible. It's so it was it was magical, literally. Yeah. I it was it was like poof, she appeared. Nah, so that I, was the only thing it could have made it better is if Yuki came out to her own music. She can't they both came out to Sheeta's. Yeah, song. you know, fair enough. They're trying to move trying to chug a chug a life right along here. <laughs> yeah. So those are the first five. And then we got to the the name the name match, as yes. I would call it. The main event of Dark Elevation, the factory, uh QT Marshall, Aaron Solo, and Nick Comoroto versus the Dark, Dark Order. Order of Evil Uno, Preston Ten Vance, and Press Ten Vance, and, and um, Reynolds was and, and Alex Reynolds. Reynolds was oh yeah, it was three v three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the, yeah. We got a little more of a substantial match once again. Everybody was uh, everybody was was pissed that that the factory was there. Like literally, factory's music hits, and all of us are going, "God fucking damn it!" Not the factory. Everyone got mad at it. Yeah. Except you, except there was like a group of dudes. There was absolutely like, all like to a, the a to the left of us. Yeah. Yeah, we're a bunch of fucking heel cheering smarks. Yeah, like who decided like, to like cheer the heels like, all night long. We're going like QT Marshall, and we're all like, Shut the fuck we up. got yeah, we got the QT sucks yeah, chance. QT Pretty much the sucks. entire fucking. Match. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Even when QT was not wrestling. Well, yeah, was, fuck QT Marshall. Yeah, yeah. Solo and Camarado, nah. No, yeah, who gives a shit? Fuck QT. That one was a that one was a that one was a bit of a nail biter. Fucking much as I hate, hate the factory, they put up a good fight. Yeah, it was, and I wasn't sure. And I, I, you know, I as as longtime listeners are aware, I'm deeply invested in the Dark Order getting the win on TV. Yeah, and and so or win it all in, in any capacity. I'll take any win. Really, I'll take any dub from the Dark Order. We already got Anna earlier, so you know that's a plus. That's one. That's one. That's one. We could get more though. And it was a, it was a tough match. Reynolds got knocked out of it kind of early. Yeah, he, Reynolds he, he was relatively. Yeah, it was mostly it was Uno weird. and and Ten who did yeah. stuff. Uno and Ten especially. I I don't like it's it's Ten gets kind of pushed as like the Dark Order strongman. I yeah. think. And he does. It may, and, and like that makes me yearn, especially for him to get some sort of good TV push because he could be really good. Ten mm-hmm. is insanely like Preston Vance is really talented. And he he just looks physically impressive. Like he's this really fucking like ripped dude in a Deathstroke mask, right? Like, yeah, he's, purple and gray he's cool as fuck. Yeah, and he doesn't get used enough. He def- definitely not. Tony Khan, I don't think cares much for the Dark Order. Why? Not really. I don't why? know. Why? I, I don't think he sees much in them. And then why the fuck does he have them in the first place? Whatever. Whatever. Because we need dark guys. Yeah, so I was gonna keep him around. I guess. But and Uno Uno does a lot of stuff for the gaming side. Dude, so. Uno is the best, okay? Uno Uno has such good presence. Like A A, like whenever you do get to see him like really have a good bout and ring, he's good. Uh him against Brian Danielson was a was a Yeah, as Evil Uno is a is a great wrestler. He's a really good wrestler and he's got phenomenal presence too. Like they they, they had the, the match that was Fuego Del Sol plus a couple members of Dark Order against House of Black. And the promo that they cut for it was dope. Uh, this was a couple months ago, I remember. But um, but it was it. Uh, Fuego's going like, yeah, we're gonna, you know, I'm I'm gonna take you down, we're gonna kick your ass, and I got brought some friends with me. And Uno just fucking like steps into the shot, doing this like this like maniacal laugh. He's like, <laughs> and we always da 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 da. And I'm like, fuck. Even though you know it's how it's House of Black, I'm probably gonna lose to them. Like Uno makes it feel so legit. 
So seeing that was cool. Negative one was back in their corner. Yeah, and, yeah. And he really got to have his fun here. Like, like he was cheering Anna on, but he was acting as like their manager during this. If, like, if they had lost this match, he probably had some papers. That oh, he was gonna hit oh, 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 he definitely follows in his dad's front. No, but he's like takes off his jacket and throws it down, and you can see him on the sidelines going like, like throwing his arms up, like, "Come on, guys!" It was great. I love that kid. Oh my god. Yeah. So yeah, but hard fought match back and forth. Credit where credit is due. Nail biter, even though fuck the factory. Yeah. So they. So yeah, that's the uh, elevation ran from about seven to seven forty-five. Yeah. And then we spent fifteen minutes listening to the dynamite theme. Yeah. Great. <laughs> we love it. We Man, love it. it almost made me yearn for the WWE commercials. <laughs> no. Just to have literally anything else to look at. Oh God. Oh no. But. uh. We start Dynamite, and... Well, took, we first get, Tony Khan comes out, and he's like, I got some great this stuff. This goes, yeah, we love Detroit. Oh, I love Detroit. It's so cool here. Uh, and, and I think he said something. I can't remember if this was uh, before Dynamite or before Rampage, about how, I don't know how, but something about, like, his dad owes some kind of debt to the city. Yeah, I think, was, I, think, I think he was, I think, I think he was talking about, I think he's talking about how, like, his dad made his, his fortunes in the automotive mm. industry. So he has a so he has a big respect for Detroit. Yeah, yeah. Detroit's got a special place in TK. Yeah, yeah. And so he's talking about how very excited he. Well, I'm so super excited to be in Detroit. Yeah, no, he uh, he he. I gotta the say, fucking, the fucking city of Detroit, the fucking city. He loves to say the fuck word, dude. No, I gotta say, I have to say, for as much as we meme on TK. There's mm-hmm. something that's so endearing about him, like coming out to talk to everyone in yeah. between. Like McMahon doesn't do that shit. No. Uh, and good. I would not want McMahon. Yeah, to no, I, I wouldn't want him to try. I don't think and, he would feel sincere. And and convinced. and look, no billionaires are your friends. Let me be perfectly clear about sure. that. No billionaires are your friends. However, it is it. Khan has a very endearing personality to him, mm-hmm. and he does have a clear passion for what he does, and you can feel that when he's like coming out to work the crowd, and it's kind of adorable, and it makes me smile. Yeah, cringe as it may be, I, I mean, we will continue to meme on Tony Khan, but that that stuff like that does have a bit of a soft spot for me. It's yeah, kind of like yeah, able to come out and like vibe with the crowd for a second. Mm-hmm. So we just gonna get started right away. Yeah, with uh. Ed, uh, Ethan Page. Oh no! Yeah, Orange comes out first. Orange Cassidy comes because out first. Because the big reveal is that if you haven't been keeping up with the rumors around Orange Cassidy, is that basically originally in AEW he wanted they wanted him to come out to Jane by Jefferson Starship. That's mm-hmm. a theme he used in on the Indies, uh, but they couldn't get the licensing uh, to come through. Yeah, and so Tony Khan tried again. And he almost had it for Forbidden Door, and it just didn't come through just in time. But so for tonight on on Wednesday on Dynamite, he debuted under with Jane by Jefferson Starship in a big moment. And people lost their goddamn minds for it. Yeah. And and Kyle was losing his mind because Kyle, as we established, loves the fuck out of Orange Cassidy. Mm -hmm. So my man was losing it. Daniel was losing it because he just goes, is that Jane? Uh. So we're all we're all marking out for for uh for OC off the top, and then Ethan Page comes out and shock of all shockers, so does Dan Lambert. I'll be, with on, I'll be honest, I got no man. idea what he said because we no, were all too busy chanting "Shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up." up. The, you know, there was something very magical about just o- overpowering 
Dan Lambert with our own with our own voices and just not being able to comprehend yeah. by sheer force of will the shit that he was saying. Yep. It was beautiful. I don't know. I I just I, I, I remember him I think he didn't like shit on Detroit, which kind of surprised me. I think he had like one line. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I've I've heard this is a reoccurring thing from other people who talked about going there live is that they also couldn't hear Dan Lambert because they were all too busy chanting Dan to shut up. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's it's it's great. And I feel so sorry for every, everybody who watched at home who actually did hear what he had to say. It was probably if you, stupid. If you yeah, if you did hear what he had to say. I haven't had a chance to go back and watch Dynamite on TV, so I don't know what he don't said. Feel the necessity to tell us in the comments. Uh, we don't care. I don't, care. I don't care what he has Fuck to say. Fuck Dan Lambert. He's, a, he's an annoying piece of shit. He, he decides to kind of, like, get the best friends thrown out of the match before it starts. Yeah, for some reason. I don't yeah, even know how the hell he managed that. Yeah, but... Especially well, when he got to stay ringside. Bryce, uh, Bryce Rensberg went along with it, I guess. I guess, yeah. What and the fuck, so Bryce? the best friends are gone to the match. Heel referee Bryce Remsburg. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> he's like he's like Dan Lambert's paying me under the table. I have to I have to do what he says. Sorry, boy. He's all he he always has been. He always has been. Yeah, fucking fucking uh, Dan Lambert secretly running this whole operation. Yep. God. So Orange and OC have their match, and it's pretty good. Oh yeah, no, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, the, the the whole thing was as as I think we talked about in the front half. Dan Lambert just took exception to what a lazy piece of shit Orange Cassidy is. And so off the bat, Ethan Page was mocking uh, Cassidy's whole hand in the pockets thing. Mm. And he was throwing around for a little bit uh, for a decent amount of the match. But he does this thing where he gets, he, he's got Orange Cassidy kind of held up by, uh, behind his back. Um, and Orange Cassidy's facing the other direction. And like, he's, he's fighting through the hand in the pants bit. And everyone's, everyone's, you know, uh, of course, oh, but then he can't do it, ah, oh, but then, oh, uh, but he can't do it, ah, oh, but then he uh, makes it. And, and so, like, he's elevated by Ethan Page, puts his hands in his pockets, and, of course, then proceeds to spend most of the rest of the match with his hands in his pockets, just to spite Dan Lambert, uh, and, like, throws Ethan Page around, uh, and the best part is that at one point Dan Lambert's getting he's getting real mad at the fact that OC is, is oof. Yeah, okay. How can such a lazy piece so of he shit? So he gets Dan Lambert gets up on the apron and Orange Cassidy like does lazy shoves mm -hmm. to get him off the apron. Yeah. And it, it, whoa. Oh, oh. And then he takes Okay, Dan Lambert brought orange juice yeah, to the match. I don't know why. I feel like that's asking for trouble. Yeah, you like like never to victim blame, but if he's got the orange juice, he's kind of asking. He's 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 very much kind of asking for exactly what happened here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At where orange juice steal orange Cassidy steals the orange juice, drinks it. Yeah. Ethan Page gets goes to attack Orange. Orange ducks, and Ethan Page barely avoids knocking Lambert off. Mm -hmm. And then Orange ducks past Ethan Page and and mists him yeah. with the orange juice, which is which was nuts, and that throws Lambert off the ring finally. Yeah, which uh, is great. Match <laughs> match ends with a couple of uh, orange of orange punches. Oh yeah, and uh, then he I I I don't know what move he he did to win. It was like a slam kind of a move. It's not one he's used before I don't to know. win. Uh, but then, but he does get the win. One, two, three. 
that everyone rejoices. Everyone rejoices. Dan Lambert is converted to the House of Orange. Of course, you know, yeah. as 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 you do. We'll, and, get, we'll get back to that uh, sometime in the future. Oh, I'm 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 sure. Yeah, three month three months down the line, Orange City is gonna be facing off against against someone, and the lights are gonna go down, and they're gonna come back up, and Dan Lambert's gonna be in the ring with like fucking orange spray paint across his eyes. Yeah. To speak, and he does the thumbs up thing. Oh, the best, the best, the, the best, I think, face turn we could ever hope for in any pro wrestling context ever. Absolutely. <laughs> so, after that, oh, uh, we oh, add lower in commercial. Uh, Ser- Serpentico, Serpentico of Chaos Project runs into the ring, gets mm-hmm. an entrance, and runs to the ring. Mm-hmm. And then out comes Christian uh-huh. Cage. When we come back to commercial, Tony Tony Schiavone is interviewing Christian Cage. Yeah. Um, and of course he does. He everyone's booing him. Nobody he really does. heard what he had to say that he had to say either. Yeah. Well, I I, I caught say, more from what he I said. caught I caught more partially because he did the whole he did the same thing he did in his last interview with Schiavone where he's like, oh I'll wait till you have the good manners to shut up, which is like I don't know I don't know why Christian's thing now is like the disappointed dad like I'll wait, but. It kind of suits him. Yeah, I'll be honest. So uh, he, he's, he, so he, he, he says that uh, he shits. He he's the one who shits on Detroit for the cheap heel heat. He's like he's like uh, you know the classiest ever Detroit, and we're all like oh, yeah. He said the only thing good about Detroit is about how close it is to Canada. Yeah, and everyone's like oh fuck this uh, guy. Yeah, yeah. And so he continues his tirade. He says that he was asked to come out here and apologize for what he said to Jungle Boy last week about his father. Mm-hmm. And Christian Cage explains that he has never apologized for anything in his career. He's not starting now. And in fact, he actually misspoke when he said, uh, he, he talks about the disappointed dad. He, he actually ex- explained that he wishes that all of Jungle Boy's family, family was, was dead. dead. Except for his mother, who he wants to bang. Yeah, he, he's like, except for your mom, call me. And everybody, I think everyone in the arena had a shock of that he actually said, I actually wish your whole family was dead. I mean, I don't know what to expect at this point. Christian Cage has clearly been given the okay by the by by the the uh, uh, Perry family to just go balls to the wall and shitting on them on TV. Mm-hmm. And so he's just going to do what he can, including, again, cannot stress this enough, hitting on Jungle Boy's mom because he's got a thing for milfs or something. Uh, and uh, again, see, for me, I, I, I still think he hasn't topped. Your son's a piece of shit, and he's going to be freaking birthday kick out of a straw. That was, that was, I think, my favorite line from him in this saga part. But but then, oh boy. Okay. He, he explains that he, he asked for a match tonight, but mm-hmm. then he's like, but not for me! Yeah, yeah. I, 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 it's, it's, I'm out here in my street clothes. You might be wondering, well, Christian asked for a match. Why is he? I never said the match was for me, and I'm just I, I'm over here at this point. Just and oh sad. my god, um, he new music, new uh, fire like, smoke and shit. Yeah, out and, comes Luchasaurus in all black. Oh, uh, you can tell he's a bad guy now because everything he he's wears evil. is black. Yeah, he's in a he's all black mask. Uh, pretty pretty sure he's got like black stuff around his mouth. Like the whole the whole uniform has just been dyed black. And, and, and like, he's got this fucking, like, along with his music, got this, like, dinosaur stomp sound effect going on mm-hmm. as he walks out, which is, which is wild. And, like, Goofy is all hell, but I'm, all, I'm, I'm too sad over here. I'm too, I'm too busy over here being absolutely fucking devastated that Luchasaurus 
the the paragon of wholesome goodness has in fact turned heel. This man hasn't been so evil since Lucha Underground. Yeah, quite frankly. Fuck. Oh man. And so. Luchasaurus wins in like three moves. Oh yeah, no. And... He gores he gores Serpentico really early on, which I'm it's funny too, because I like when I've watched Luchasaurus in the past, I'm like, you know, he has the horns on his head, and by all accounts, a ref should definitely not let that in the ring. Hey man, that's a natural part of his body as a dinosaur. Yeah, you can't, clearly. You can't you can't it's like it's like going after Dan Housen with the teeth. Like Dan, like it's it's teeth. Everyone has everyone teeth. Has, that's fine. Everyone has teeth. I mean Sure. No, but like, but like, yeah, he gore. But I remember thinking, like, what you know, when I've watched him in the past, I'm like, man, as a as a face, like, it's 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 wild that like he he still does that. But like, he used it sparingly, and you know, I I just kind of wondered about it, and I, I had the thought of like, oh man, if he ever turns heel, he's gonna be like really using that shit more. But I also like, you know, would have the thought of why would Luchasaurus ever turn heel? He and Jungle Boy are good eternal baby faces and make a phenomenal tag team together. And then they started pushing Jungle Boy as a solo career, and I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. So, yeah, here he is, and he doors Serpentico really early on. So I guess we're going to be seeing a lot more people headbutted by Luchasaurus's horns, which, again, are, I guess, legal. So Hell, yeah, that's, they are. That's, that's great. Uh, I believe it was at this point we got the video package with Jay Leaf. I it might have been, yeah. But we we get a video uh, a detailing that Jay Lethal was like, hey, Joe, when are you going to defend your title, bro? Yeah, I feel like we've seen this exact same, like, video yeah, package uh, Joe is busy doing a TV show. Oh, he's yeah. not free right now. Yeah, he's playing a bad guy in something. Uh, he he heavy metal? I don't know. I don't, uh, know. I, I don't have that off the top. I know that's what he's off doing. He's not injured or anything. Again, still but, too busy crying about Luchasaurus' heel turn. <laughs> he is, but... So, but but it seems like that it, the match between Lethal and Joe will happen at Death Before Dishonor on July twenty third. Yeah, the next Honor. ROH pay per view. Yeah. So then we get our obligatory women's match of Dynamite. Yes. Uh, with Layla Gray and Jade Cargill. Indeed, indeed. And, and uh, I mean, Jade did her Jade thing about this one. Layla Gray did not last long and did no. not have a chance. Yes. Yeah, but. What what's wild is that you know they uh, I I can't remember if they're like cutting promo shit afterward. They did like, okay. So yeah yeah yeah. Okay, promo. yeah. So Stoke so Stokely Hathaway gets the mic, and then Jay Cargill is like Stokely, this is bullshit. Give me more. I'm thirty. No, give me more challenge. And so Stokely gets the mic back, and he complains about the fact that a woman who doesn't even work here, that Jade put out an open challenge. And the and the person who who accepted is not someone who doesn't even work here. Yep. And he proceeds to call Chris Statlander and Athena lazy. And right on that cue, out they come. It's like, oh, you son of yeah, a bitch! Yeah, of course, of course. So how you? How dare you? Athena's music hits, and out she comes, and Statlander just kind of follows. And we're like, oh wow, what a shot! Follow so they they get Statlander. started. Fight, they start fighting. They kind of quickly deal with Hathaway and Kira Hogan. And then they're they're setting Jade up to get hit with uh, Athena's finisher, and Layla Gray runs back in the ring and stop and attacks Statlander and Athena. Yup, helping to run them off. Yeah, so I guess we found our newest baddie, or at least our maybe. Yeah, Jade was very much like a who the fuck are you? 
Ripley. She, oh, I thought yeah, she, she was absolutely grateful for the help. I she Kira was, Hogan looks skeptical for sure. Yeah, I thought I thought Jade looked a little skeptical it's totally about false. it. It's and totally like, false. Layla Gray was like, nah, I'm very confident I'm joining the baddies. Yeah, no. I because 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 Jade's been doing that baddie search, and I wonder like how they sourced out Layla Gray specifically. Mm-hmm. Did she actually respond with an AOL email? Yeah, the oh, world will never know. We'll see. Yeah. But so potential new member of the baddies. Yes. But, which I have to say added a fun twist to the usual Jade Jobber Squash formula. Absolutely. I I honestly thought we were about to get some inside job shit. Yeah. But it but like the reactions of the bat of the of Stokely and Kira and Jade make it pretty clear that like this was Layla Layla was going rogue. Layla's out to Layla's she, out she's, to she's shooting her shot. It was not a situation where they prearranged that it was gonna be that Layla was a part of the group. Yeah, so I guess a potential new member of the baddies. That's going to be exciting to see where that goes going forward. Yep. Uh, then we get a promo, and I admit I lost it on this one for a couple of different reasons. Yep. We get a promo with the Young Bucks. Yep. As they're talking about how, like, they're, they're the tag champs again, but they can't be happy because all of their friends are are, are gone. Yep. Is Kyle O'Reilly is hurt. Uh, Brandon Cutler is sick. Adam Cole is hurt, and it's like, we have no more friends here. And Matt Jackson goes, well, except for, and then Nick cuts him off from finishing that sentence, except for these, baby, and he points to the title. So yeah. the, the hints of the Hangman Bucks reunion continue. Oh, shit. Wait, have they been hinting at that? That was a little bit, but that was definitely, what I think, what Matt Jackson was hinting at. Oh, that shit. He, that Hangman is the only friend they have left. Well, fuck. And, but... They they talk about their titles and they announce that for Rampage they put out the challenge for Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi of New Japan Pro Wrestling. I believe their tag team name is officially like um, Bishimon, I believe, but yeah. nobody calls them that because we're too busy calling them as Deadlock uh, coined it. Two guys being dudes. Why? Why exactly? I don't know, but that's what they're called, man. That's what they are. Two, two guys, guys being, being dudes. dudes. Yeah, what's better than this? Guys being dudes. No. Yeah. So I was losing my fucking mind. Yeah, because because here's the thing I've never realized before about that. Because I always knew, right? They taped Rampage after they taped Dynamite for live showing. It never crossed my mind that during Dynamite when they do these this week on Rampage promos. They are like they are signaling to the live audience. You are going to see that later tonight, which is fucked. Um, yeah. So so that 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 we all start losing our mind because I'm like, wait, shit, I'm gonna get to see a Young Bucks match live. Yeah, I was kind of about that. that one. That was insane. Uh, uh, before we jump on to the main event, I will mention that. Wait, there... wait, hold up. Hmm? We've forgotten a major match of this. We did? Yeah, we did. Orange okay, well, squash. I guess since Austin doesn't remember. Oh, you're right. I forgot about the Ass Boys. Yes. Like, now, hold on. Yeah, there was a there was a there was a match that was announced like after we had gotten there. Like it it was announced like during the like setup or some shit. Yeah, it was like it came out about like on social media like seven o'clock. Yeah. Uh, but it will it was Max Caster and the Ass Boys. True. Versus Danhausen and a, a and mystery, mystery partner. Yeah, and we're like, fuck, who's this gonna be? Like Daniel was theorizing Motor City Machine Guns, which would have been insane. Would have been crazy. Uh I like what we got, but Max Caster comes out and his rap. Yo, was, listen. Honestly, a lot of it got cut off. He had a bad mic. His yeah. mic was failing him a little bit. 
I did remember he got a line in about uh, Flint Flint's water. water. Yep, I did catch that too. Top notch. Top notch, of course. He the Giuliani line was later, wasn't it? I can't remember. He, okay, either. he does to spoil Rampage. He does two promos, and so I don't remember which lines came from which. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, listen, listen, Yo, but yeah, listen. So, so, uh, and, and it was it was interesting because he he ends with he he ends the the rap with being with you know directing it. Oh, he has a line about uh, we're fighting the Juggalo. Um, uh, yeah, he calls him, yeah, yeah, he, he calls him. Yeah, he calls Danhausen a Juggalo, which is yeah. funny because. I told I told you this story, but I was watching. Uh, there was one time at work I was uh, catching up on like a week's uh, a week's rampage or diamond or something, and it was and Hookhausen was on it. And one of my coworkers came into the office where I was sitting, and she looks at the computer, sees Danhausen and Hook, and gets very concerned because according to her, she's looking at a school shooter and Juggalo making friends. Yeah, and I'm like no, no, I swear to God, it's not like. Um, so yeah, I guess not. There are multiple people that find Danhausen to be Juggalo esque. Okay, I mean, yeah, I guess so, ICP are wrestling guys, so fair enough. Yeah, uh, but, Juggalo Championship Wrestling. Woo woo. <laughs> uh, so I I would I will now say it felt significant. It has foreshadowing. Yeah. But after Caster does his rap, yeah, he does not give the mic over to the acclaim to the ass, to the ass boys, boys to fuck up. And Where say the are. wrong city. Which I was sad. I mm. wanted to know what they were going to call Detroit. Lansing! Lansing! <laughs> Ann Arbor! Yeah. Uh, he takes it straight to Bowens, who does the, you know, Detroit! Detroit. McLean, how about right? Scissor but, me! Yeah, but that's the other thing. He goes straight into scissor me, daddy ass, instead of Instead of fucking, uh, I mean, you say like, ass, ass boys. boys. I mean, you say ass. You boys. go scissor me, daddy ass. Yeah, but 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 they cut out like, the they cut out the ass boys but, part. But, but, but this is the feels significant. This in retrospect. This is the response to to what we were talking about in the front half, where like where they they had the whole promo where Billy Gunn gets mad at, at the ass boys for for running out on him, and he claims like and cast like no nah, no nah, we'll take care of it. So he basically said Dan Housen, like, this is what we're, you're going to get for calling them the ass boys. Ah. Uh, so then Dan Housen comes out. His music hits the arena, goes wild for mm-hmm. Hometown Boy. Holy shit, we were all so happy to see yeah, him. Yeah, he, he explains that he, he thinks he's found a couple of good wrestlers. Yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like I have found a couple of uh, wrestlers. I, I, I don't know, I think they're pretty for that wrestling. And then FDR theme hits. Top guys are here. What the fuck? Did not expect that either. Yep. Top guys are here. So we, it's Dan Housen and FTR, or as we chanted, FT Housen. Yeah. Uh, versus uh, Max Caster and the Ass Boys. Yeah. And I mean, how do you think this match went? Really? It was it was so fucking magical, okay? Mm-hmm. The gun club were the gun club were gun clubbing it up. They were just they were just trying to dick on Dan Housen. Caster's there trying to just work. Um, FTR is there very much trying to do their work. It, it was so funny because half the time, like, FTR's kind of, they, they both, Dax and Jazz kind of both looked a little, like, bewildered. They were kind of actually here doing mm-hmm. this. Like, they they were kind of like, we got ourselves involved in this. Again, yeah, sure, whatever. More, more I mean, people to wrestle. We do we whatever. Are, we're a little demon guy to yeah, ask we, us to wrestle tonight. So yeah, like, I'm in. Who are we to say? We do like wrestling, so yeah, who are we to say no? Yeah, sure, we're in. So, so FTR goes to 
goes to prom for beating up uh be, beating up on on all three of their opponents uh Danhausen definitely gets his spot so like the first time he's he he's in he's in the ring kind of officially twice first time he gets beaten up a lot he gets thrown around a lot um but the second time FTR's kind of softened them up for him so Danhausen's roughing them up himself throwing them around and i think it's Danhausen yeah, he goes for the go to sleep on. Yeah, like, yeah, that was insane. He he, he, does, he goes to do the curse, the curse, and then he and then does. He, he signals the go to sleep, which I was like, "What the fuck?" Chicago Phil isn't here to make him do <laughs> to make tell him no. Hey, hey, Chicago, hey, Chicago Phil owes Danhausen uh, royalties and human money, so this is just them evening evening out, okay? <laughs> Or yep. no, wait, wait, doesn't he claim that the go to sleep was invented by him and that and that probably, Chicago, that Chicago probably does. owes him restitution for it? Probably does. I think I, I think it's something like that, which yeah. is mwah. That's the yeah. closest I got to seeing Punk tonight, by the way, which yeah. I'll take it. Sure, so he goes for the go to sleep, and it's at this point. There's some shenanigans. Some but shenanigans. then Anthony Bowens, it's a miracle he can walk. He well, run, he runs into the ring with a crutch. Yeah. Yeah, and and everyone like and and Aubrey sees him because Aubrey was refing this, right? I don't remember who refed this. I want to say I want to say it was Aubrey, but I can't I can't remember. It mm -hmm. might it might not have been her, but but ref catches ref catches him. Everyone kind of catches him. Ass boy, he's clearly trying to go in undetected by the ass boys, but the ass boys see him and he just kind of freezes like a deer in a headlights once he realizes that. Uh, like everyone and i uh daniel's mouth agape i mouth agape i i got completely worked by this i i i can't believe it anthony bowen's been in that wheelchair for so long well because like because what i thought what i thought had happened right was he had that he did have like the kind of like that legit little injury that kept him out for a while yeah i think and, that i think that part was legit no that part was in the legit. wheelchair for a while but then but then he had a he had a match on like dark or something where it looks they they kind of made it look like he got like legit injured um and i i remember seeing a clip of like backstage after that where he was playing it up and i didn't think anything of it i thought they were just like Bowens was worse for wear than they thought. So they were like, okay, we're going to like keep him out more, give him more time to recover. And he like fucked himself up. So we're going to mm -hmm. play that up a little bit. You know, just, just, you know, because why not? Sure. And then they were carting Bowens around so he could still be included in all like the, the, the ass claim stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was like, fair enough, right? But then Bowens stands up out of the wheelchair completely fine. And I'm like, you I got incredible. God fucking damn it. Yeah. So uh, Bowens tries to hit Danhausen with crush and instead hits one of the ass boys I think yep. maybe it was Colton I can't really tell them apart uh he hits one of them and Danhausen gets the win off of that yeah yeah and then ass boys are pissed no they, they are, are not, mad. they are not happy and so they start the ass claimed implodes yeah yeah so okay so so like FTR and Danhausen are like well good enough for us and they kind of well, like, all right we, we win so we're leaving we win we're gonna Danhausen's happy FTR's like yeah we did our job this is what we're here to do and uh, <laughs> I love doing that. Dr. is like just casual. Yeah, uh, no, but uh, but so there is a there is a meeting of everyone in the center of the ring for Ass Claim, and Ass Boys are real mad, and they start to gang up on Bowens, and then Daddy Ass steps in between them, 
to protect the acclaim. Yep. The the lines have been drawn. Billy Gunn loves the acclaim more than his own sons. I didn't, you know, I kept harping on that as a meme because I thought it was a meme and I thought it was funny. I did not legitimately expect them to turn this into an angle where Billy yep. Gunn turns on his own fucking sons actually for for in, in, in favor of the acclaim. That was so fucking bonkers. Yep. So I guess the new rivalry that's coming down the pike. Hell yeah. Ass claimed was nice while it lasted. I made a quip to Austin, but I think half the reason they broke the, they, they broke them up at this point is so Max Caster didn't have to keep finding new rhymes for ass boys at the end of every one of his promos. Which, you know, fair. I did have the thought of like, hmm, I wonder how many of these he can like pull out of his pile. Like, like, are we gonna go to like wrestlelicious levels of ridiculous slant rhymes just to make it work? We, I don't know. Well, now we'll never have now to Now we'll never have it. to. Uh, uh, figure that out, endure the pain, or be enlightened by Max Caster's lyrical genius. Yeah. <laughs> so, those were our matches before the main event. Uh, it I will say is that I did I did read online there was a promo between Scorpio Sky and Wardlow backstage yes. to do to set up their street fight next week. Yeah. Title that we did not get to see. Oh well. So in there in person. Sad we didn't get to see Wardlow live, but you know whatever. It's, I'll I'll take I'll take what we got. Yeah, that was fucking yeah. nuts. So we we get a final <laughs> blood and guts uh, video, video package. package. There's not really anything in back. I think it was just like it, it was like a redux version of what we saw in the the Road to Troy. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, video. the only real significant thing that I think it was we had Ruby Soho on there yeah. talking about how Eddie Kingston. Doesn't really trust very many people. Yeah, she being one of the few, as the kind of a primer for this tension between Eddingston and Claudio Castagnoli, who Eddie Kingston absolutely despises. Yeah. So <laughs> there, there are a few people in this world Eddie Kingston does not does not despise. I guess Ruby Soho counts herself among that that prestigious. Which, did, which felt a little weird time, yeah. but it all came back around. As we get to blood and, and guts, the, the, the cage was lowered. Oh, my God. And they gave us a whole rundown of the rule. Uh, something that I didn't realize, like, they do for, like, more complicated matches than this is, like, on all the fucking jumbo trons around the arena, they flash up little, like, text cards with all, like, explaining the rules of the match. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, I explained... The War Games rules in the front half, I will say that what it was in this version was four minutes for the first two guys and every and a new person every three minutes mm -hmm. was the rule set here because this match goes uh, an hour. Yeah. Uh, officially, I think it's clocked at about 35 minutes because the first, the before everyone, until everybody gets in the ring and the bell rings, it's not officially the start of the match. Which is but, insane. But so the match like, functionally took an hour. Like a 45-minute pre-match. Uh, yeah, 25-minute pre-match. 25 minutes? Okay. Minute? Yeah. Oh, okay, I kind of way wrong. But like, like just 25 minutes of pre-match because why Why not? Just like, just I guess get everyone get nice and buttered up before we get into like the real thing. Which yeah. is insane already. Yeah. So out comes a uh, fucking... Uh, the Jericho Appreciation The Jericho Society. Appreciation and we, Society. And we, we did not get a lot of the sing-alongs we were hoping for. No, 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 no boom, 
no Colt, no, no, no Ruby Soho, no uh, Jungle no, Boy, no, no, uh, no Tarzan Boy, yeah. But we got, we got, we got, I got Judas one. in our minds. Yeah, the Jericho Appreciation Society, the, the best, epitome. In, or the epitome of sports. Entertainers. I okay. Let me just say, I knew before the JAS angle, I knew fuck all about 2.0, and mm. I was just like, they keep feuding with Eddie Kingston. Okay, and they just kind of seem like whatever boys. At the very least, I have been so much more turned on to Matt Menard, uh, Daddy Magic, <laughs> Daddy Magic, working that just magic cause, just because of his ridiculous ass like Brooklyn, Chicago, whatever accent that he's got going on. He fit me a sport. Entertainer, yeah. Uh, uh, your your fucking uh champion. Uh, when we were playing my GM mode earlier, WWE absolutely. I was Austin was riding the Daddy Magic train. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I wanted. I don't know who came up with the idea to parody the WWF intro with that, but thank you, whoever came up with it. Uh, well, oh, with with his line, the yeah, the, 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 the is the World Wrestling Federation. Epitome of sports entertainment. Oh my god! And, he, and they, it's a, par- a direct parody of that. That's so dope, dude! Mm-hmm. Holy shit! So, so, yeah, so they come out. They come out and dressed we, in all red. Yeah, these dorky ass red outfits. It's like fucking like red like fishnet shirts. Yeah. Uh, uh, red red like JAS branded shorts with like long. Ty Conti like, was he came out in a very nice red dress. Oh, she looked. Ben, she was yeah. dropped dead. And, mean, and meanwhile, out. Daniel Garcia came out in a red do <laughs> uh, Most of the rest of them came out wearing fucking red fedoras, which was goddamn yeah. ridiculous. So we all do our Daniel lives. literally goes, what the hell are they wearing? I, I, I was like, what are these people wearing live on TV? Yeah, uh, I, got a, I, got a great sp- uh, I, I got a great spot of, like, Chris Jericho standing, like, on the, on the edge of the cage, kind of, like, observing the crowd around him. Uh, and I'm like, man, this guy looks like such a jackass. Jericho gets on mic, and he's like... Which I think this was in commercial. This was like, in commercial? It, I think it was. Okay, it's entirely sure. possible. It's entirely possible. Yeah, obviously we can't tell Yeah, no. when we're there. But he, he gets it on the on the mic, and he is like, hey, you guys having a good time tonight? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You glad to be here? Yeah. Dynamite? And yeah. then he goes, he, you know why it took so long? For us to come to Detroit, I went, oh, oh, wow. oh no, oh, he's like, going to do like, it. I was like, hmm. I, I, I was, I, you know, I, I thought to myself, hmm, you know, Jericho, I had not considered that question. Please tell me and why. And he explains it's Detroit because Detroit, Detroit sucks. sucks. Wow. No, no. What Do, do we suck, Jericho? But I definitely have not heard that from every single other heel trying to build cheap fucking heat about Detroit or any other major city that they're visiting. I'm surprised he tried. He didn't man it. He didn't try to like squeeze Detroit Roxy in there somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah. But <laughs> but, but he, who needs Detroit Rock? Who needs who needs rock and roll when hair metal is so much better? <laughs> yeah. Uh. So you all he, should be listening to Fozzy. Oh god. <laughs> Where is your Fozzie Hall of Fame, Detroit? Yeah, yeah so he gets, uh, he, he like, begs to fight, threatens to fight people in the crowd, yeah, and he says that if he does, he'll throw a fireball in your face, and then he pauses before know. he says, because no, I'm, I'm a, a wizard. wizard. Yeah, G. Jericho's because you're a wizard? <laughs> no, no way. I, I love, I love, I love how proud of the fact that 
he is a wizard. Chris Jericho, it, like he's he he says I'm because I'm a wizard with such self satisfaction that you just kind of think he believes that he's legitimately a wizard because he can throw flash paper fireballs. I uh, I'm very sad he didn't try to do that in Bloody. I Buds. was really surprised. I thought when he threw the alcohol in in uh, Moxley's face, yeah. that he was gonna try to fireball him off of it. I thought for sure, right? Mm-hmm. But but yeah, so. So he's Jericho's a wizard. Walkity walkity walk. Yeah. So then out, uh, Eddie Kingston comes out with LAX to his DMX music, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then uh, Yuda and Claudio come out to Claudio's music yes. along with Regal, and then Wild Thing, dun, dun, you dun. make my heart sing. And we were in a perfect position to yeah. see Moxley come out. Moxley fucking comes around the um comes around. The, the band and and like he the, the way he did it he came around like across like the opening in front of like the section where we were sitting because like mm-hmm. it was it was like a section where we were sitting then like the floor and then like all the people sitting so yeah. he came between like the floor seats and our like set of bleachers and like walked through and like came super close to our section like stood up on the barrier for a second and was like ah and we we're like oh shit he's right there insane Moxley in person doing that doing that uh that entrance so off the yeah. chain. Yeah, he would walk went all around the arena. And I gotta say, him him wearing a strap just makes it even does look good. Cooler. And especially in person. Oh, it glimmers. We are not worthy. It's so shiny. Oh god. So yeah, yeah. and then uh we get to the match. Get and to the match. Man, right. I'm glad I didn't take notes, but I also kind of wish I did. Because so, so much fucking happened. So much happened. Uh, and it, like it legitimately was like four minutes between like each fucking competitor. So it was, I want to say it was, it was Claudio it was, and Claudio was first in Claudio and Garcia. No, Garcia came in second. It was Guevara, Sammy. Oh and yeah. Sammy, yep. Sammy and Claudio started Start the match and Claudio just kind of beats his ass. Yeah. Sammy at one point tries to fucking like climb the cage and get away from Claudio and Claudio, Lemmy boy that he is, just kind of like reaches up and gets to Sammy by the leg and he's like, like no, no. Nope. And then pulls Sammy down. No, uh, yeah. and then uh, if, after four minutes, uh, in comes Daniel Garcia. Yeah, then it was Garcia and his, his red ass do rag. Yeah. So they, one million over a million people saw Daniel Garcia in a red do rag. Incredible. Uh so if in the war games match, if you've never really watched one before, they do very much follow a formula here of heels get the numbers advantage mm-hmm. and do some beating down, and then in comes the baby face to even the odds and take back advantage before the next heel comes in. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I mean, you know, it's it's intimidating in the moment, I'm sure. But I feel like, you know, after a while, you have to, you have to be like, yeah, you, you know, once the numbers are pretty even, it kind of looks like the, the heels are only winning because of their, like, man advantage. So, uh, yeah. ripperoni. If. Uh, oof. Uh, <laughs> so, it's two on one from there. And in, in comes Wheeler Yuta to even the odds when it's his turn up. Mm-hmm. And it's 2v2. And it's like the two technical wrestling boys in here going to work before all the scrappy hardcore guys get their. Oh shot yeah, they in. definitely, they they definitely were like they wanted to get Cesaro. 
Uh, he even, or Jesus, I did it. Fucking JR called him Cesaro on commentary. I call him Cesaro just now. Shit. My God. Claw, my God. My God, that's Cesaro. I mean, that, that Claudio. Uh, no, but, uh, he, he's, uh, doing a, a submission on somebody at some point, like earlier on. I wanted to, I want to say. I um, think he was going for the sharpshooter. Yeah. Relatively early on. Yeah, I know, which was awesome. But then uh, number three in was Jake Hager. Was it Hager? It I thought Hager. it was. I thought it was Angelo who came in. No, it's it's yeah, Hager. It's Hager Angelo because, immediately gets his ass handed to him. Yeah, no, no, because what ha- what happens is Hager enters and he's beaten down on on Yuta. He a, he cleans house to cleans, to get the to take out Yuta and just it was just Yuta. Yeah, just Yuta. And in come and Jake well, Hager and him and Claude. No, because I think he beat down more than one person. Okay, yeah, it might have been. So yeah. I think Angelo Parker yeah, Angelo comes Parker in because I, I remarked that, that Angelo Parker kind of got his ass handed to him, and the heels barely got an advantage on three v two. Yeah, I know. Immediately, he he's Angelo Parker's just getting dicked on. Like he's getting fucking. I can't even remember. I just know he started bleeding early. I, I don't know think, if it was that. I don't I, know if he was like. I think I don't think anyone started bleeding until Moxley came in okay. and started doing his thing. But yeah, Parker. No, Parker gets in there and and he's like, "What well, did did he immediately try to run? Was that him?" Yeah, I think yeah. he tried to run pretty quick. Yeah, because Parker's because when he gets in, Claudio and Yuta had Garcia and Sammy knocked down. Yeah, so and there so wasn't any, stare- there wasn't a real opportunity to do like a, him down. advantage. So it's two on one. So so he's he's in the court. Kind of look, and then he fucking turns around and tries to about face and run out of the 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 cage. And Audrey literally had to fucking like she had the like door shut on shut him to like to keep him from escaping. That was so sick. So so he gets in there and and yeah, Yuta and Yuta and 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 Claudio start immediately beating his ass, which was beautiful to see. Fucking yeah. And then uh, but eventually uh, then up next for the the BCC is was John Moxley. And Moxley brought steel chairs, and this is when the match started getting a little more violent. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. You get Moxley in there, and he's he and he starts hurt people. Starts throwing chairs all over the people, and we get the first bleed of the show of yeah. the match because he gets Garcia down, and Moxley pulls a fucking fork out of his pocket. Yeah. And grates Garcia's forehead with a fork. I know. I, I did. Didn't he have a? Uh, is it? Didn't he put Garcia up against the, the cage at one point? He probably did. Yeah, he, he also had. Yeah, I know it was spot. I remember the spot where like he he's he's got like Garcia's face smushed up against the cage, and fucking Eddie Kingston walks around outside of the cage and just has this really cheesy smile, looking out on Daniel Garcia and kind of looking over at Chris Jericho like, "It's your boy." And he kind of yeah. looks, waves it, waves at Garcia, and then walks away. And I'm like, "You cheeky bet. I know Eddie Kingston's already holding a kendo stick, which. Cool. Yeah, can't. Well, he'll get will use that later. Oh, that's a that's a secret surprise we'll use later. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, so number four in was Jake Hager, and he cleans house, and we get the stare down of the century. Yeah, as Claudio Castagnoli stares down with Jake Hager, and ever and we all collectively start, start chanting, chanting "We, we the, the people. people." As an example, if you remember from our very first episode of this podcast, uh, we ha- watched. The uh, the real American uh, Jack uh, Jack Swagger, who is Jake Hager in WWE, mm-hmm. uh, with his manager Zeb Coulter, who were doing a gimmick 
where they were uh, patriots. Don't tread on me. Yeah. Talk complaining. And surprisingly heels. Com heel complaining about uh, immigrant Mexican immigrants coming over and sneaking across the border and stealing our germs. Our germs. Uh, and after WrestleMania 30, in the aftermath of that, uh, they would add Cesaro into the into who is Claudio Castagnoli mm -hmm. into the group as a model immigrant type. <laughs> as that was the ideal thing. And he's they, a model immigrant because he's white. Indeed. He's Swiss. <laughs> he's Swiss. He's white. He's as he's white good. as they come, right? Yeah. Right up uh, next to blonde hair, blue eyed Jake Hager. Yeah. God fucking damn it. So they, and obviously the big chant for them was, you know, put your hand over your heart and say, we, the, the people. Yeah. I, re which, I remember that from like the episode we watched, mm -hmm. which was dumb as shit. Yeah. Which is funny. I think, I, I think I remember what it was is the, the audience was booing them, but they still did the goddamn we the people yeah. chant because they were such fucking mindless. Because we all love to say we we love the chants. We, we love, the people. We just like being a part of something, okay? Yeah. But they get in the ring and everyone's like, we start chanting we the people, we the as, people. A, as a as a reference to the fact that they were they used to be in the tag team together. Uh, yeah, so they, they have their stem, they're stirred out and they immediately start going at it. Mm -hmm. Um with two I think I can't remember who kind of got the advantage. I want to say it was Hager kind of like was dicking around. Yeah, I think Hager got the advantage on that for the most part. Uh, number four in was Ortiz. Yeah, yup. Ortiz, Ortiz and Max. Yeah, he came wild and in. Oh, I, when did Moxley get the first bag? It was around this time, right? It might have been. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. I think Ortiz. He didn't. Gets... I don't think he used it until the next man came in, but I think he grabbed the bag. Oh yeah, I didn't notice him grabbing it. I just, remember, I just noticed. I remember because he, I remember him going into a corner and okay. kind of around this point in the match, John Moxley goes into a corner off near the door where the where the Jericho Society comes in. Oh yeah, does he hold it up before he ends up using it? Yes, like, he does. Okay, yeah. He he grab he grabs a black bag, which is yeah. traditionally the bag you use to thumbtacks thumb and. Well, now I understand. Now I understand why he spent that long in the corners because he was having to find the right bag, because he did not bring out a bag of thumbtacks. Oh no! As he dropped, as he opens the bag and spills it out, he dropped. He he brought shards of broken glass, which is in goddamn sane. Yep. We all lost our minds when we realized he had glass out there. Yeah, and I he, do not see glass used much in in mainstream no, TV this wrestling. Is, this is GC, that's GCW that's territory. That's GCW fucking deathmatch shit. Yeah, so so that was wild. Um, uh, yeah, he he dropped that. And in I think Ortiz. that's how Angelo Parker gets cut open. And yeah, he slams him into the glass. He slams, he slams him into the glass, but he also at one point gets someone up and like starts like takes a fucking. Slice the glass. Think, who did? I think he did that. He did that to Matt Menard. Is who he sliced was him it? open with. Yeah, it was, was Matt that Menard. Menard. Oh, that's how Menard. Yeah. Menard was like one of the last people to get busted open. Yeah, he did. That's how he did it. Was he got slashed open? Uh, but number five in for the heels is Matt Menard. Yeah, baby, Daddy Magic is here. He tries his best. I think mean, he, he got some decent spots in the beginning. He did, he did, but 2.0 were I think were kind of portrayed as obviously not really able to match up well with any of the Black Cool Combat Club. Uh, yeah, 2.0 are like the fucking gestures of the JAS, and it's so mm -hmm. funny to me that they got included on this, partially just because of their 
like running animosity to Eddie Kingston and, and LAX. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're kind of they're kind of the the memes that you know we 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 know Angelo Parker's or no no we know Matt Menard's silly voice man just just yeah. roll with it okay yeah number five in was Santana but he only made it a couple minutes into the match before he injured his knee yeah uh, there was, I saw some speculation maybe it was ACL related mm. but we don't know yet Everybody's but basically he got he got hurt and pretty early or into his time he had he rolled out of the out of the ring area. And he got carted off, and he got held, uh, helped walk to the back. God fucking at some damn point, it. so he didn't really get a chance to do much of anything. Uh, number six. Oh, I tell you what, though, is it or I think Santana was the one who brought in the barbed wire bat. Yeah, yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was that. It yeah, was, I was one of or Santana and Ortiz. I think it was Santana who brought the bat. I think it was. I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he brought he brought the barbed wire bat, and um and. You know, he 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 kind of put him aside. He didn't really end up using it. He didn't get it. a chance to use it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Other people did, though. Is that yeah. I, I believe one of the – I don't remember which one. One of the uh, JAS uh, basically put that bat right in Moxley's face, made him eat that barbed wire. Yeah. That might have been – that might have been Menard. I yeah, that might have been when they were think, fighting over in that corner. Yeah, that area. I, think, I think that might have been Matt Menard who did that. So I was like, "That's an insane spot to get Matt Menard." Yeah, <laughs> he's he's like he's like, "This is what you get for not being a sports entertainer." As he's shoving barbed wire into John. And John Mox is like, "I was in WWE longer than you, you asshole." Say <laughs> <laughs> big money at the night. Anyway, uh, uh, number six in was Jericho, as you probably expect. As you expect, he, yeah. he brings his baseball bat. <laughs> he starts going to town. Oh, he starts wrecking people. Mm-hmm. Did had they brought out the tax by this point? No, tax. Okay. All six men were in when they brought the tax. Okay, he starts. He starts wrecking people. Like people are kind of a lot. Of, a lot of the members of the match are kind of down, and Jericho just starts clowning mm-hmm. on him. My man was. My man was there to. Fuck yeah. shit up. Uh, something that happened that I do not remember when exactly, but at one point, Angelo Parker, who is busted the fuck over, yeah, he, fall, gets, he falls out of the ring somehow, and it's just kind of laying there by the legs. upside down by the legs on the outside of the ring. Yeah, absolutely bleeding, I don't know bleeding all over the place. Which was nuts. And he just kind of... Hangs He's gonna hang in there for, a while. for I think the rest of the match. I don't think he gets back in. I I feel like he got like kind of dragged back in at one point. He had a couple more okay spots, but but yeah, he's just kind of laying there, and and I'm just like, man, he's letting all that blood rush to his busted yeah, open head. There we go. Oh dear. And then the final member to come in, Eddie Kingston. He brings. He has the he has the kendo stick and he's like swats people down to get well, to the side of the ring. I'm pretty sure he also I can't remember if it's when he entered or if it was like soon after. He also fits a table in there. Um or was that when Santana Ortiz entered? I, I think San, I think Santana Ortiz brought the table. Okay. Yeah. So they they at one point like they fucking fit a table in through the the the, the cage door which mm-hmm. was hilarious. They're just kind of like trying to fit this fucking big old awkward thing. Yeah. Where like, get, 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 get. yeah. Eddie brings the kendo stick and immediately starts whacking down. Oh, yeah. Eddie, says, Eddie says, bonk, go to Horny Tail. Um, I feel like the kendo stick almost started like breaking. It absolutely like, broke. Like, like, like he was like, done. Like, like, he's going so hard that like, he gets caught up with Hager. He gets caught up with Hager. Who's, who kind of stops him. He just keeps whacking Hager. Just leading people over the head. I'm like, ow, ow. Fucking ow. Yeah. That was nuts. Right. 
So everyone's in now, and this is where we get some wacky, uh, crazy weapons mm-hmm. stuff. I don't again. I I don't remember so the specific much. order of a lot of these. I'm afraid. Sorry, it's been a day. It's since been a it day. Happened. Yeah. Uh, but I know we get. They do an assisted power bomb to get put Hager through a table. Yeah. Through that table of theirs. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah, he's the one that went through that. Yeah. He I, went through like lengthwise. Too. Yeah. Long so he's way. like fucking sandwiched in half as this table's kind of like in a V shape. And yeah. Just, his body has to conform to it. It would just look uncomfy as shit. Yeah. At one point, John Moxley, uh, not only he takes Matt Menard, we already talked about it, he gets the glass and he scrapes the glass across was Matt, Matt Menard's, Menard's forehead. Face. And gets him busted open. I don't remember if he does this also to Menard. I think he did it to Garcia because I think this is how Garcia got busted. But at one, John Moxley grabs some sticks. Yeah. That he keeps with him. And this is a hardcore staple. I don't know exactly what they're called, but they take these sticks and you stick them, stab them into someone's forehead, and then you keep pushing it deeper into their head. Yeah. And Moxley did that. To one of the Jerry, I've never seen that done on mainstream TV before. It was Wrestling funny because you before. mentioned to me, I think on the show, I casually mentioned that like Pentagon had a match in Impact where with Sammy Callahan, where he did yeah, oh yeah, 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 where yeah, yeah. Hat, where yeah. Sammy, where yeah, because you said you so it was it was something about not not wanting to show like the really gory matches or something. Yeah, because Pentagon used did that to Sammy Guevara, the Sammy Callahan, excuse me. On impact, I ca- I know I casually mentioned it, and then he fuck. I'm actually just fucking did he it. Just did that shit, which was not. I lost my mind. It was so terrifying. Uh, it looked so fucking painful. How do you do that? Fun and not die. Yeah. Uh. Then at one, we get a we get like a simultaneous moment where in one ring, you have the Blackpool uh, Combat Club taking four bags of thumbtacks. And putting them all out oh, at the same yeah. time, and then in the other half of the ring, the Jericho for Shade Society is literally ripping the ring mat up. So oh my god! Get people on like the, the plywood, on the plywood yeah. under it, which is and they got they had like one spot where they hit they dropped someone on plywood. Insane! But, oh boy, the fucking uh the uh the um uh, thumbtacks. We had a lot of thumbtack hits. A lot of thumbtack. I think Moxley ended up hitting. He tried to hit his paradigm. Shift yeah, yeah. So what happens? It's it's him and Jericho kind of. Yeah, Jericho tax. fight over and, the and and he tries to hit the paradigm shift on Jericho. Jericho catches it, and then he kind of like gets Moxley in for a combo. He fucking like he he gets he gets Moxley kind of like up and down onto the thumbtacks, and Moxley's like laying back up, and he's like dragging Moxley. Well, Mox, well, Jericho got slammed into the tacks too. He like, did. Did he? Take- did he? I know, I know. Menard Yuda, got thrown into him at one. Yuda point. gets hits, goes into attacks. I yeah. thought Jericho did, but I might have been mistaken. I know, I know. Menard did because I remember seeing his like fucking cartoon eyes like bald out when he mm-hmm. got attacks on his back. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, Moxley. Like, there was like some spots where Moxley was like down. I can't remember. It was like Hager was fucking with him at one point. No, like, I know, I know. Had him Jer- on his, was it? I know it's Jericho because Jericho did the walls of Jericho. No, no, no. no but I'm talking like there was earlier like Moxley was kind of like at the very corner, and I remember he was like on his back and like. It's like the most pathetic I've ever seen John Moxley that like might, on the back, and like his hands kind of like half up in the air. He's like, no, no, no. He no, might no. have Hager might have had him in the in the in the ankle lock. Yeah, some something but, like that. But either way, he gets he gets put down in the tax back for like 
Jericho like drags him around on the tag. Oh yeah, he sir, he, he drags him in around. a circle. Oh no, that might have been Moxley was doing that. But... No, no, I'm pretty sure Jericho did that to Moxley. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh no, no, no. I was like when Moxley was looking all like, yeah, ah, yeah, yeah. I'm too weak. Uh, yeah. and then Jericho after he turns, spins around, fucking turns him over for the walls of Jericho and keeps him there into the in the tax in the tax and then i think was that when eddie kind of like steps to him yeah eddie shows up and clonks jericho eddie eddie shows up staring jericho dead in the face as he's uh as he's doing the walls of jericho yeah uh eventually they get what what happens is is that aubrey is on the outside and ty conti attacks aubrey, aubrey. and beats her ass to, so that the cage door is now free and however ruby soho runs down to confront ty yeah and they kind of yeah brought so, to the so back. Hey. they brought to the back hey call back they brought to the back and that takes them out of the match but now the door is free to be opened yeah and they done opened the door they opened the forbidden door i mean the steel cage door yeah and so jericho makes was, a run for it yeah and tries what was to, an insane spot jericho bolts out starts climbing the scaffolding kingston follows, follows him, him and looks up and has this shit-eating grin on his face and he starts climbing up after jericho and like at first it kind of seemed like jericho was trying to make an escape but also like it at one point when when uh eddie started following him it kind of looked like this was exactly what jericho wanted which was a dope moment of jericho being like this is between you and me let's take this upstairs yeah Fuck. So they they are brawling up in up on the roof, and in Sammy Guevara gets yeah. up to the roof, and Eddie Kingston fights them both off, and then Eddie Kingston, they <laughs> if you had a chance to see it, they specially reinforced and enlarged the timekeeper's table on this show, mm -hmm. and the reason for that is because it was a crash pad, and the reason they did that. Is because in this match, Eddie Kingston grabs Sammy Guevara and throws him off the cage onto the into time the timekeeper's table, table below. Holy shit! That <laughs> Sammy Guevara is somehow alive. But, yeah. Uh, he he he. Oh man, he took an insane. But that man really was not kidding when he said, "I don't care how much I'll like suffer when I'm older. I'm taking those crazy bumps now because it's." Fucking cool. Hell yeah. Because it's cool to look at. Fuck you. Don't gotta live for a long time. Just here for a good time. Yeah, true. That is, if that ain't Sammy Guevara's life motto to a T. Yeah, so down goes Sammy, Sammy, Sammy for the rest of the match. Oh, God. Uh, eventually, kind of, a, I, think the, I think a lot of the other, who else gets up there with him during the match? Uh... So, uh, Claudio's definitely up there. Oh yeah, Claudio's uh, there. I think Matt Menard is the one who gets is up Menard? there. Menard? I thought it was. I thought it was uh, Garcia or Angelo. I, I don't that's remember. Who, I think that's who... who Cesaro was. Yeah, okay. Cesaro, uh, Claudio gets up there with Claudio. Him. Fuck. I, I don't, remember. but I don't remember which other member of the JAS. He does the spin spot at one. Yeah. Point, so uh, Claudio, Claudio does there. the fucking big spin on the top. Yeah. I think he does it to Jericho because no, that's it when... was not Jericho. Well, Jericho, so, well, not Jericho, Jericho, inter then Jericho intercepts it because I know that's what happens. Okay. Uh, uh, let me, but let me, he let does. Claudio does the goddamn giant spin on the on top the of top, the cage. And we were all losing our minds because, of course, we were. Yeah. Uh, fuck. All right, keep, keep going. I'm gonna, it, I'm it, gonna look, look back at my stats. Yeah, it gets. 
down to it. And um, Eddie Kingston has uh, Jericho in uh, his kind of arm trap submission move. Mm -hmm. I don't know the name of it. And Claudio at the exact same time gets one of the JAS in the sharpshooter. Yep. And they uh, get up there. And they get up there. And eventually, uh, Claude, uh, one of the JAS taps that, out. Yeah, that was Menard. That was Menard. Menard. Yeah, Menard is up. Claudio's there. got Menard down, and 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 like they've got they they're, they've got twins of mission going. And Kingston doesn't really seem to notice the fact that Claudio's up there, so he's just relishing. And yeah, he's just going Chris. for Jericho. He's very single minded here. But then Menard Matt Menard taps out. out, and Claudio wins the match, and Eddie Kingston realizes what happened here, and he and is he is pissed. pissed. Uh, he is clearly visibly angry, and was if there was gonna be a turn tonight. Oh shit! It was Jericho. Fuck! Like it I was. Thought, I thought Jericho took the. Spin. I didn't think that was him who took the spin, but that's the long head. Fuck! That was Jericho. That's insane. Yeah. Holy shit! I thought it was one of the minions taking another bump for him. Fuck. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. So, was there supposed to be a turn last night? I don't know. It felt like there was gonna be, but also because, but we also had uh, you could if you could if you were watching the TV version. I'm told that um, uh, Eddie Kingston was mouthing to Claudio, "I can't move, I can't stand up, my back is hurt." Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I I, I looked I'm, up on, I on, the, on the on the jungle and saw it. like 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 Claudio offers him his hand, and and literally Kingston goes like, nah, I, I, "I can't, my my back." Yeah. Um, so Kingston essentially, at least for this show, decides to not start a fight over this even though he's clearly mad about it yeah he didn't get the win the win was stolen from him from the man he hates the most in this goddamn match <laughs> and at the rest of the uh, uh of the Black bcc get up club. there they celebrate i believe ortiz lets everybody know what happened santana was hurt yeah um but that's how we kind of spend the last five minutes of the show really they're just kind of like vibing up there and yeah and like and like Claudio does his like his like uh, taunt thing like hurrah to every side of the ring yeah the ring and, and 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 Eddie looks none too pleased but by that no. specifically but it's still like even though you know there's some shit that's gonna be going down still because because Eddie Kingston can never not fight someone um it was a great triumphant moment of them standing atop that cage relishing their victory so fucking cool yep. Oh my so god! Well, that, I, we we our description did not nearly. No, nah, sorry, no. That was, match, incredible match, was what was in in goddamn sane. Like I knew it was gonna be good. I did not think it was gonna be that fucking mind blowing. I did not think there were gonna be some of the spots in there that there were. That was so goddamn entertaining, so goddamn cool, and so cathartic to see the JAS get their asses so thoroughly. Beat like that. Absolutely. Oh my god. Yeah, Don't so we, we get an, a very long uh transition from Rampage to Dynamite. Yeah, they, got a they, gotta, ass. they gotta clean up everything. Yeah. I also want to point out they had like the just they just had the, the double rings set up just for the entire show, mm -hmm. which was nuts. Yeah. <laughs> so I think Tony announced that Tony Khan announced this in, in the, his first speech, but he he does mention that that this rampage is going to have a special match never thought of before. Never he never just came up with before. it. 
Uh, the <laughs> royal Dario Cueto. Of him. Yeah, the royal rampage. Yeah. <laughs> that name sounds familiar. Yeah, which was a twenty-man Royal Rumble esque battle royal where it is bit, where each man was assigned a ring. Yeah, there was and there were rings. ten people in each ring. Yeah, and this is where things get nuts because, as we mentioned in the first half, like. The and as we, you know, obviously alluded to here, blood and guts was a long fucking match that was somewhere over an hour. I think that was like some, like just around an hour long, a little, maybe yeah. a little bit more, give or take. Uh, it took up like the entire back half of, of dynamite in some way. So, like, fuck, we're not getting a whole lot of variety on uh, on dynamite, but you know, we'll see people on elevation and we'll see people on rampage, and you know, we'll still get a decent. Decent assortment. Yeah, of, and of as we learned, apparently there were issues with COVID this week. Yeah. AEW, which is probably what happened to Phoenix because uh, Tony Khan does mention that he came up with the Royal Rampage because he his initial idea was to kind of book the next the logical progression of the Roosh Phoenix Andrade stuff from the last week's Rampage. He was going to do uh, Roosh and Andrade El Idolo versus uh, the Lucha Brothers. Yep. But Phoenix was, he said it was ill, was the way he described it. Yeah. It now seems very likely that Phoenix had, had COVID. COVID. Yeah. But that is what birthed the Royal uh, Rampage match, which uh, I'll take that as a substitute. Absol- uh, oh, absolutely. Because, you know, I was like, you know, we'll still get a decent variety of wrestlers and a decent chance to see people that I like. Oh, my fucking God. The, they, they announced. So so by this point they've announced what Rampage is going to be. Uh it's gonna be it's gonna be uh Young Bucks versus guys being dude. Uh it's gonna be Nyla Rose versus Tony Storm, and it's gonna be the Royal Rampage. And they show who's gonna be in the Royal Rampage. And okay. So we 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 are I getting... there is absolutely no way I'm gonna be able to remember the spot by spot of how this match No, no way. But we're getting we're getting uh in no particular order. Uh we start with uh, powerhouse. We start with Powerhouse Hobbs and, and Hangman and Page in Ring One. In Ring One, and then it's the, um, it's uh it, in Ring Two. It was Darby Allen and Tony Neese. Tony, yeah, Tony Neese is the first one out, and everyone's like, "Boo, fuck you!" Uh, because annoying muscle man is annoying muscle man, and then Powerhouse. The people were a little more hyped for yeah, that and then, one. Dun, uh, nah, 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 yeah, nah, yeah. Nah. So Hangman's music. Hit. So literally, I was I, Kyle had read out um at least what Kyle had read out to me was announced. I must have missed half it because I knew some of those people were gonna be there. Others I somehow did not catch. But Hangman is the first out. Lose my fucking mind. He goes he goes in against Powerhouse and then. I don't sleep because my head's on fire. I hate creeps and I hate life. Darby's there. Sting and company's in for a hot second. So off the bat, I'm going absolutely feral because holy shit, two of my absolute faves, just one right after the other, right there in person. What the ass? And Sting to boot. Sting stands there for Sting did not need to be there. By yeah. I don't know why the fuck he was there. I don't know why the hell he took the time to put on the entire ass make him stand out there for a good 10 seconds. I don't care. He st- he stands, he accompanies Darby, stands out there, does the woo spot, and then walks off. And I'm like, fuck, okay, okay. Um, so, so yeah, 
they're the they're the first two in. Okay, I gotta pull up this card because it There's, was like it was. Is I yeah this is unfortunate of like I don't really remember a lot of the of this. This isn't this is the thing where I wish I had notes to remember. Oh, the see order here, here, see here's the thing. Like until pretty much every man was in there, like it was almost all. Uh, it was almost all just like people popping for the entrances, and then there was like a little a yeah. couple seconds in between of whatever, and then another entrance, and for about twenty minutes, right? Mm -hmm. So the first twenty minutes of match were people just mostly popping for the entrances. Uh, let me let me find um, uh, AEW's uh, Royal Rumble. Uh, AEW or pardon me, Royal Rampage. Um, Royal Rampage. Uh, images. Let me see. Fuck. Um, so we had if it'll. Oh, just um, uh, all right. So, Tony Nese, Powerhouse Up, Hangman Pit, Darby Allen, Ricky oh, Starks. God. Oh, thank God we have a list. We have a list here. Ricky Starks. Ricky next. Starks. The revolution is televised. televised. Absolutely wild. He, so, he comes out two on one. Team Taz dominates a lot of the, their Yeah, he and, he and Hobbs are in the same ring for some reason. Just fuck you. How sketchy in that. Yeah. Uh, we got the Butcher came out. As... Butcher. Accompanied by Bunny, which was dope. Um, uh, Bunny, yeah, Bunny was there, which wild. Yeah, number uh, seven was John Silver, the meat Johnny man. Johnny Hungy. Robbie lost his mind for that one. Robbie loves John Silver. Uh, they are both two phenomenal short kings, yeah, we... so Robbie was losing his <sighs> shit. That was great. Yeah, so Hangman and Silver have <laughs> interactions in this match. Where so they fight off Team Taz and they get they hug in the middle they of the hug. ring, and then Hangman tries to throw a silver out, or and then, acts like he does, and then he stops. stops. He's like, ah. <laughs> and then Silver grabs Hangman. He almost throws him out. And he goes, ah. That was great. <laughs> we we love our boys Josh and each yeah, other. And then uh, Max Master returned. He had a two. second fucking rap. a second fucking rap uh, with. With Bowens walking just normally, so so that's you know fully revealed. Bowens is back in the game. Yeah, he did he did another full ass Detroit, Michigan. The acclaimed have arrived. And, you know we all scissored each other once more. Uh, we were you know sc scissory boys. Um, then Rouge then Rouge came out, uh, and then Penta Scuro came out. Immediately and basically, Rouge it was on Penta. site for Rouge. Yeah, Rouge and Penta basically spent the rest of the match just fighting Rouge, each other. Rouge didn't even let Penta enter. The, Rouge left the fucking ring and like run, ran and grabbed Penta and started brawling them outside of the ring before they managed to get back in, which was hysterical. Yeah, uh, up was the blade. Yeah, yeah, the other half, and he gets to be in a ring with his fucking yeah, tag butcher team and too. the butcher and the blade Fuck dominate. You. The other, the other ring. Yeah, I know. We just had our respective point. heel tag teams, which was nuts. Yeah. Uh, out came Swerve uh, to come in the Butcher and the Blades ring. And, and then out came Keith Lee, but Keith Lee is in a different ring. Yeah. So, yeah. So they, yeah, Swerve and our glory didn't get a chance to fuck yeah, each other. Yeah. All we over. really got was they kind of had a moment where Swerve looks. and Keith Lee exchanged looks. And Swerve was like, come on, man, do the bask in his glory thing. And Keith Lee did not play into it, even though the crowd did chant. He is a little too focused on Swerve right they, now. They, there do be malfunction at this junction. Yeah. Up, up was then Matt Hardy. We all started yeah. the deletes. Yeah, didn't realize that Matt was one of the entrants to this. Delete, delete, delete. delete Holy delete. shit, that was wild. As a reminder, fellas, it is straight 
forward and one finger, please. Please do not try, do not accidentally sig hail when trying to do the delete chant. <laughs> Is that a problem for people? Yes. Oh, many man. people have been caught on camera trying to do delete, and it and it is incorrect, and it's a sick. I didn't write is that you? <laughs> uh, Dustin Rhodes came out. Yes, show up. natural. I lost it at Dustin. I thought I had a brief thought, like you know, a a week or so ago, of like you know. What are the odds I can see Dustin Rhodes? Absolute zero, because he's barely on TV. It's like once in a blue moon in the most random spots. Why the fuck? Dustin Rhodes was here. Oh, my God. The stars a lot. Man, I, I got some fucking, like, karmic retribution in, like, a good way for not being able to see Punk tonight. The, the cosmically more than made up for it. So the natural Dustin Rhodes is here, and he comes in, and he's leggy boying it up. For a hot second, he's he's just all tall and beating people down. Uh, uh he got he got knocked out by Butcher and Blade kind of early on, which made me sad. Uh, he threw Hobbs to him. Out. Oh, it was oh, it was Hobbs and yeah, fuck, sorry, no, yeah, Hobbs and Starks teamed yeah, up. He's on in him the Hobbs and, and Starks. Yeah, it's Hobbs and Starks teamed up on him, which just made me gain even more heat for for Hobbs and Starks. Yeah, Kaz you. Frankie Kazarian was out next. Kazarian next. Uh, and then Dante Martin, you know, we're going for a ride. We're going Which for I'm a ride. sad that Dante Martin did not really do any high fly shit. Yeah, he didn't really get I, He was like, he kind of like showed up, and then I lost track of him, and then he just kind of like. And then he got eliminated. Then he got Goodbye. eliminated. Uh, Walkity walk. And then uh, Kaniske Takeshita came yeah, out. Yeah, Takeshita was here. That was That was dope. dope. Uh, number 19 was Brody King. Brody King, Austin. The, was, I had the, my the yeah. house. Makeup. He was the only member of the House of Black there tonight. That yeah, feels like another COVID thing. Yeah, my Malachi might have been sick. Whoops. And then Orange Cassidy came out for a second time. Oh yeah, I, I got I, I got I got a great in. video of, of Kyle screaming. This was the greatest day of his life. He got two Orange yeah. Cassidy's. So uh, other notable things, honest again, it's hard. It's it's hard to remember a lot of this stuff. This battle royal without having written down. Yeah, and kind of just experiencing it in the moment. Uh, but one notable thing is that Swerve tried when it was down to just Swerve Orange and or Swerve it was like Swerve Orange and Darby mm -hmm. against Butcher and the Blade. Swerve tried to be like, "Hey guys, let's work together and take out Butcher and the Blade," and immediately Swerve turns around and throws Orange Cassidy out. Yeah, well, he yeah. literally did the same thing he did. They were they were literally like oh, OC and OOC. They, they were literally like Orange. You already worked your full ass match earlier. You'll stick around for like five minutes and then. You yeah, he did. He, yeah, he basically the only thing he really did is he did some lazy chops with Takeshita. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. You know, he wasn't there. He wasn't there to 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 really do all that much. He was just there for the for the eye candy of having OC in the ring for a second goddamn yeah. time. So uh, I'll. Uh, you might um, uh, I'll try to remember some. There, uh, oh, there, there was a, there was what looked like a potential botch to me, where Butcher and Blade put Matt Hardy over, uh, but and no, the, that wasn't a botch. He was supposed to do that. You see, but the way he landed made it look like he landed earlier than he expected to. I mean, he didn't touch, so it's fine. He didn't. Oh, I thought he did. No, thought, he didn't. He didn't touch. He had. He hung his feet up. Oh, I didn't notice that. I it just looked like he was like standing there, and they were still like kicking his hands and anyway, no, holding on to the no, bottom. No, he hung rope. his feet. He was hanging by his. He was hanging his feet up. God, he's short. Um. Uh. Yeah. They no. threw him out. Uh. 
Penta and Roosh. Penta that eliminated him, his fucking own self. Yeah, to throw, to, 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 to try Roosh to throw out. Roosh out. Yeah, they they like they like suicide packed it on it. <laughs> Basically, and they kept fighting on the outside while the rest of the match. Kept they got going some blood feud shit going on there. Yeah. Whoops. So it swerve. Uh, oh dear, he the butcher and the blade got him too. Oh after yeah. He, after he what felt cathartic. Yeah. Fuck you. It pretty much. I honestly, there was a big kerfuffle. It got Hobbs and Lee and Keith Lee out, and I completely missed it. I wasn't looking at all. Yeah, I, Daniel had to mention it to me. Yeah, I, I was I looking elsewhere. Shit. But they that turned out. It turned. I don't remember how the end of this ring set up. What the end of ring number one was, except that Brody King threw out Hangman. Yup. At the end, I was like, "What the?" Fuck? Did not expect. I fully expected this to be Hangman Moxley. Yeah, um, but nope, out you go. And who, I don't think, he wasn't the last person to have that ring. I, let's see, but, let me see if I can see other eliminated by Brody King. Yeah, I, like, I know um, Hangman was not, Hangman and Brody were not the last two in that ring. Uh, Dante, Brody King eliminated Dante, but that was Dante, there's, Yeah, that was, that had to have been. I, I don't know, yeah, I don't know, like, uh, yeah, who, what else happened. See, um, who got thrown out? Hangman, uh, Brody, Brody. Uh, maybe I'm misremembering, and it wasn't Dante was in the last two in that set, and that set. But I was like, it didn't feel like. No, it. no, it was no. I but look, all this to say is that Brody was the last man of the first ring. Uh, yeah. And the second ring was down to Darby and then Butcher and the Blade. Yeah. And he does, you know, some classic like hold down the ropes and let not and knock each other out of the ring. To get Butcher and the Blade out. Yeah, they, they he really made them look like clumsy dumb fucks on the way out. Yeah, and so <laughs> the disrespect. Absolutely. So then the final two are Darby Allen and Brody King, which is a wild fucking pairing. Yeah. So they are fighting it out over Brody here. Brody King is dominant. He's, he is mostly he, beating Darby down. And it, it looks it ha, Darby has a couple moments where it looks it's like a couple hope spots. Yeah, but Brody King. He grabs Darby in a chokehold, and then he drags Darby over the ropes and hangs and holds him. Hold, hangs this him holding insane out the outside. Shot. Like he's got he's got both of his arms wrapped around Darby's head, and it, like Darby's kind of looks like he's out cold at this point. He makes mm-hmm. Darby look like a fucking corpse, and then he drops and him. Then he and drops Brody him. King, the house always, always wins. wins. Brody King will be facing John Moxley for the AEW interim title, which is going to be an insane fucking match. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! And I'm here for that. Means some Blackpool Combat Club versus the House of Black. Feuding. Oh shit! That would be so dope, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Anyway, yeah. So that wins that match, and I and that was. I mean, this is Rampage. It it is a situation where the crowd was kind of slowly petering out as yeah. the show went on is it's obviously very late by now and mm-hmm. you know dynamite was the selling point of the show yeah and everyone's just like knocked themselves out like losing their minds for blood and guts yeah the royal rampage did a good job to keep people inter- interested yeah but then young bucks and two guys being dudes uh you know it's it's very you know what's gonna happen and i mean Two guys being dudes are not as well known in America. Yeah, it, you know this isn't a Detroit, this isn't a, the Chicago Forbidden Door crowd that came knowing that they were in for a New Japan show and were interested in it. Yeah, New Japan people. Uh, this is a crowd who is like who is more like 
big obviously AEW fans, but would more casually know New mm-hmm. Japan. Mm-hmm. So like they really had no reaction to those two. To those two, which sucks. Because they're those, really good, and I was great. excited to see them. Oh, no, I, I recognize them from the pay-per-view, and I'm like, this sure, is sure. fucking dope. I tried to, like, give plenty of reaction, too, mm-hmm. just because I was like, this is kind of dope, and it looks like they're doing some good shit yeah, out Yeah, but here. the crowd was largely disinterested, except, you know, they popped for the Young Bucks stuff. Oh, yeah, no. Young Bucks, Young Bucks entrance hits, and fuck, it's so cool. Uh, They, they you know, they're, they're they, this was just a solid, I mean, there's not much I can really say. It was mm-hmm. just a solid guy. It was what you expect when you hear Young Bucks versus guys being dudes, right? Yeah, it was a very solid wrestling match. Uh, Yoshihashi got beat down for a lot of the match. Oof. Uh, Young Bucks didn't do too much stupid shenanigans. I guess they're not nah. in the Bullet Club anymore where they're doing dumb back rakes. Yeah, no. They're, they're, they they saved those. They they reserved those. That's for the pay-per-view the right pay there. We got we got a BTE trigger, which was I got I yeah. was happy I got I a, was a, I was excited because uh you know Hiroki Goto's big move is Ushiguroshi, which is that was the move where he like has him in the fireman's carry and then drops him on his knee. Yeah, I was like, dude, he'll do the move, and he did end up doing it. I was like, yes, I yeah. am happy here. From what we I we got we got uh we got young bucks like dicking around on the top ropes like the like the acrobats that they are, which was fun. yeah fuck. Young and uh, Matt, uh, Nick Jackson jumped from one, one ring, ring to the to other another. a couple of times. Yeah, cheeky bastard. Yeah, but the match ends. They hit the BT the trigger. trigger. Then, then Nick Jackson goes and takes out um, uh, Goto, and then he comes back to set up for the Meltzer driver for the win. Yeah, the Young Bucks retain the titles as you as you as you as you would expect. Yeah, uh, um, we got a hook interview with. Alex Marvez, where he's like, "Hey, Hook, what's what's going on with you, man?" And Hook is like, "How dare you ask me questions?" Isn't isn't Alex Marvez a football guy? Uh, no. He's oh. a normal announcer. I thought for some reason, like I've heard that name. That's, like, there's definitely a similar NFL name, radio, but before. I cannot think of his name off the top of my head. Well, that's unfortunate. Uh, but. That is that, and then we get it's time for the main it's event. It's got time for the main event. Nyla and Tony got a promo. I don't remember what Tony said. I was too busy remembering Nyla. Uh, they asked to Mark asked what was that? What was up with that last week, Nyla? And Nyla explains like if you go look at the weather report when there's a storm coming um, in. Yeah, she she got cheeky. I fucking love no, Nyla. No, but she dude. she explains that the, the number one the title gets the path to the title. Goes through her. Oh, absolutely. And she's aligned with Marina Shafir now. Yeah. And a Marina is the problem. The Nyla is a goddamn catastrophe. True. In the best way possible, though. Love you, Love yeah. you Nyla. So then um, out comes the last wow. match of the show. And this is the crowd was absolutely, people were absolutely leaving. Yeah, people were leaving. Anyone who stayed behind just to see the Young Bugs. Now they're they're leaving. The crowd was pretty the, dead. The for true Tony fans. And Nyla. The true yeah, fans we left. we stuck around. We stuck around. I I was here. I I needed to see Nyla. One of my like absolute first faves in pro wrestling. Getting to see her live was like the little like cherry on top of all the rest. It was so dope. Everyone was everyone. It was a muted crowd reaction. I was tired of shit, but I was still. Yeah, it was yeah. cool to see Nyla Tony. And I mean. It was it was the fun shit that you'd expect. Even the crowd it was a really, it was a really, shit. it was a pretty good match. It was a solid match. It was very fun. I hate it sucks that the crowd was tired and I ready to go so home bad. at that point because it was so it was a good match for what it was, for what it got. And uh, Tony got the win. Tony gets the dub. And um, Nyla and Marina come out to 
decided to keep doing the beat down afterwards. Yes, so, of do. course, Thunder Rosa. The, yeah, ding -a -ding -a -ding. fucking Thunder Rosa is, is, is was there for this whole show. Doesn't do, doesn't appear until the very end, not even for a match. Got the full half face paint on and everything. Uh, only to just do a save on, on Tony Storm against Nyla Rose and Marina Shafir. Um, so she comes out, does a save. They fight off the bad guys, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, um, and so that is the end of Rampage. After the show, you know, Tony, Tony Khan comes back out. Uh, and like, he thanks, talks, for, thanks for all. He's got some people who want to say, who want to say goodnight to everybody. And so he brings out John Silver in negative one. Yeah. And then he brings out Dan, Hulk. Oh, he brings out Dan oh, I think Hook comes before Dan Housen. No, Dan Housen's out there. And then Hook and then Hook shows up. And Dan Housen's like, oh, my thank partner. Yeah, Hook, uh, Hook comes out and pretty immediately pieces out when he sees what Dan. Dan yeah, Tony Hook's Khan. also there for to show up five seconds at the very end and yeah. then leave. Okay. And then Tony Khan is like, let's go in the ring and hug it out or whatever. And Hook's like, all right, I'm leaving. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but instead... Orange, uh, Orange Cassidy comes out. Jane comes, comes out. out for the third time tonight. Yeah, I know. Triple yeah, Orange. Yeah, we got really, this point. Don't miss the triple. We got to hit Jane. But everyone walks to the ring, and they they're dancing to Jane. Uh, I Tony and ever Tony and Thunder and Bryce Remsburg, who was the ref. Everyone's having a good time here. Oh my and god! And then they all do the big best friend hug spot. Uh, all of them, the big group hug. To end the show and say goodnight, and, and that, yeah, was that was the it. show. Oh my god, it was that was just. I mean, I, I said Dawson, that was flatly just one of the best nights of my entire life. Mm. It was so surreal to be there. Like AEW is part of like my foundation as a wrestling fan. Like it's one of the very first things we watched mm -hmm. the podcast. It's kind of the one. It's the. It was the thing that made me realize that like wrestling could be art. Like, really, like, like, you know, I talked about it in, like, our very first episode. Like, you know, this feels Shakespeare and whatever. But, like, AEW showed me that, like, what wrestling could really be outside of the confines is just goofy WWE stuff. And see, getting to see that live, in person, so many of my fucking faves crammed in there with, with the Royal Rampage shenanigans and everything else. Like, mm -hmm. a historic match in the Blood and Guts, uh, the Blood and Guts uh, grudge match. And... Just the Tony Khan continuing to like to come coming out between every single fucking segment of the show and being like, "Oh, this is so cool! You guys are such a great audience. We'll have a pay per view here one day." Um, and it just couldn't have been cooler. This was mm -hmm. this was so and like having my boys there too, who I who I've been who I brought into this fold, and they got they were so into it and like just all around, it's so goddamn cool. That was a great. I mean, great episode of Dynamite, and, you know, the, the surrounding stuff was, you know, pretty fucking fun, he, uh, and just the whole experience was was unlike anything ever before. Yeah, no. Uh, fantastic show. Couldn't have asked for a better Dynamite mm -hmm. to get to go to. No. Got to saw a ton of people that I never expected to never see Never in a million years thought I would see Yuka Sakazaki, Dustin Rhodes. Uh, not even sure if I would ever see Sting in person. Like, I wasn't sure if I'd ever catch Bucks in person at this point. Yeah. So, like, the fact that, like, and, and negative one being there, like, just all of that, I, I can't, I can't put into words how surreal that whole experience was, and it was so mm -hmm. goddamn cool. So yeah. yeah, fuck. Yeah, great, great time. Uh, so that is it for this episode of the Noobs and Knockouts, uh, podcast. Next time, uh, we will be returning to Lucha Underground. Mm. 
where uh, Drago is back and yeah. he even has the shot at Ultima Lucha for now. Because for now. Mil yeah. Muertes is like, I would like that shot, please. And yeah. Did and uh, Katrina did some light choking, mm. and Dario she... wishes it was mm. Dario wishes it was heavier. <laughs> and so that is set for next time. Dar- uh, Drago versus Mil Muertes winner will be going to Ultima Lucha to face Prince Puma for the title. I'm asking some pretty wild stuff. Yeah, eh. that's so. That's for next time. Uh, David, if you want to do the plugs. Absolutely. All right, friends. Thank you so much for joining us for this very special episode of the News and Knockouts podcast. As always, absolutely delighted to have you all here. Returning people, you know the drill. Thank you so much for once again welcoming us back into your eardrums, your eyeballs, however you consume our content. We're so happy to have you here. Just, you know, keep coming back. Mm-hmm. You know how this goes. New viewers, listeners, what have you. Hi, welcome. So happy to have you here. Uh, we here at the Noobs and Knockouts podcast like to think we are friendly to both noobs and knockouts alike. So whether you're brand new to the wild, wacky world of wrestling or a veteran of all the weird shit that goes on here, we just hope you've had a great time. Uh, we we uh, we just love people having a great time with us. If you'd like to keep having a great time with us, and you're not entirely sure how to do so, not to worry, my friends, I have you covered. First of all, you can find us on YouTube. We are, in fact, the News and Knockouts podcast on YouTube. Hit subscribe, ring that bell, and make sure it turns a nice little solid color so you get notifications every single time we drop a brand new episode. Uh, give us all that sweet, sweet comment, liking, etc. interaction. We love to see it. Uh, check out all of our playlists. Awesome and kind enough to, to add um uh all of our arcs and and storylines and eras etc that we follow into their own separate playlist so if there's a specific thing you want to follow all the way down you can do that without having to jump around a whole hell of a lot uh and we also have a nice little visual aspect you can see all of our you know lovely faces and our beautiful hud and the dope ass makeup us and i had going to the show last night yeah, it was super great it was good shit mm. uh uh, but yeah, so so check all that out. But if you are, of course, a fan of the only audio-only experience, we have you covered on that front, too. You can find us on three of the best places to find your podcast, which would be Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Come check us out there. Listen to us, download us, like us, review us, whatever, rate us. Uh, the, you know, a good little five-star rating, positive review if you're so inclined. Let people in the algorithm know these guys are pretty cool, and you think people should uh, come join in with us. Uh, more people should be listening to us. I don't know what to say. Uh, but that's all of that. Uh, to get in contact with us, there's, of course, uh, our social media. You can find us on Twitter. Uh, we are at Noobs and Noxpod on Twitter. That's Noobs, the letter N, Noxpod on Twitter. Check us out there. It's good stuff. We have a great time, uh, you know, posting memes, interacting with discourse. Uh, you know, we post every single time we drop a brand new episode so you guys know what the hell's going on. And, of course, the highlight of our Twitter is weekly wrestling live tweeting my friend what is on the docket coming up sure as usual every wednesday night 8 p.m eastern on tbs aw dino we did obviously weren't tweeting this week (laughs) there but normally that is what we are doing at least one of us is there live one or both is watching live every week so we'll use your own tweeting uh in addition keep up with aw impact and wwe pay-per-views upcoming for wwe's money in the bank on july 2nd uh, normally I'd have the match card stuff pulled up, but we're not in our usual setup tonight, so sorry about that. Uh, then it's MITB. It's going to be fun, you know. Whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, then for a all all of our AEW, we have All Out on September the fourth, and then uh, Bound for Glory for Impact will be sometime in October. Those those two shows obviously do not have the matches set up yet, but they will be coming up in the future, and we'll be keeping you guys up to date as those happen. Hell yeah, check all that out. It's a great time on the Twitter. If you like listening to us here, you know, our personalities shine through pretty well. We're just kind of like, 
memeing and, and and analyzing and all that good stuff. Just having a great time. So come check us out over on the Twitter, Noobs and Knox Pod uh, on Twitter. Uh, of course, there's also our email address. You can find us Gmail, noobs and knockoutspod at gmail.com. That's noobs, the word and this time, knockoutspod at gmail.com. Come say hi to us there. Tell us what you think about the show. Uh, give us requests for things you want to see more of or any arcs or companies or wrestling adjacent media you want to see us cover. Tell us that our hot takes are super awesome or super dumb or whatever, just that you love listening to our sweet dulcet tones while you sleep every night. Whatever it may be, come say hi. We would love to say hi back. Noobs and knockouts pod at gmail.com. And of course, finally, there is our Patreon. We are also the Noobs and Knockouts podcast on Patreon. $1 a month gets you early access to episodes and a shout out at the end of each episode. Shout out to our lovely patron and friend of the show, the sugar daddy, Kyle Smith, for his contribution to the Patreon. Enjoy your perks, buddy, if you want to hop on those perks with Kyle. Noobs and Knockouts podcast on Patreon. You can yep. find the link on our Twitter. Yep. Uh, see y'all next time. Hasta luego.